welcome in to the CHGL Bears post-game show. <laughs> Tough one, man. Presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Well, guys, at least there was the opening drive of the game. Huh? The Bears were winning there what for a, a minute. What a magical moment. Yeah. It was a nice I, drive. I, I, it was, and I got to tell you, Braggs was so unbelievably excited at that point <laughs> that I, I honestly, at that moment when they were up 7-3, I thought we were winning the Super Bowl. It, at least the, 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 the energy in here, it was huge. You looked at me like, this is unbelievable. He's jumping off. I mean, going to like eat the TV. Woots, woots. <laughs> I mean, everyone's in a great mood. That was, that was a moment. And then an hour and a half later, he was threatening flipping over the glass table. <laughs> I, yeah. You moved your laptop real quick. I was like, no, no. That, I got it all. I got it all in the notes for, uh, for in, a, in a bit here, but uh, yeah, that, but they that was fun for, for a second. Yeah, for for a hot second, I was like, okay, Getsy, the play calling looked uh, great, right? I bounced back after the start last week, the way he scripted everything, and then dun 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 dun. Rags, uh, got it. Yeah, hanging I mean, in there, buddy. Hey, we, yeah, I'm fine. You know, I got to eat the crow a little bit. I picked them <laughs> to win, and I did believe it. Wasn't gas. You said you were more confident than you've ever been in your entire life. <laughs> this is what we go through as fans, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, I, we, I, I knew, we, man. I, Aaron Rodgers, I'm telling you, he, he has the Bears. I know. I'm, I'm actually mad at myself, too, because I've been on like I, a four year run of refusing to pick the Bears in this game because Aaron Rodgers is inevitable. And I just thought it was the right time. We tricked you. Bears Twitter tricked it, you into this one. Yeah, it, see? I'm going back to the dark side, Braggs. <laughs> you got to listen to your heart. I don't think I was ever on the dark side. Don't. We no, got yeah. winnable games going. All right. Forward. Hey, uh, welcome into the Bears post game show. We are uh, still excited to be here with you and breaking this thing down. We'll bring you all the way through it. The good, the bad today. A lot of ugly, too, as well. Uh, I'm Adam Hogue, alongside Mark Carmen, Corey Wooten, Greg Braggs Jr. We're still going to bring the fire for you here as long as we need to. And we're going to start right now with blame game. Yeah, okay, so when the Bears win, we will give you game balls. We will hand out game balls. When they lose, we're going to play the blame game. Um, Carm, let's start with you. So I'm, mine is a little bit of a 50,000-foot blame game view. And I, I was excited that the Bears got a win in week one. I was looking forward to tonight. I'm a little bit flustered right now, like that, that, that for whatever you look reason. You like you have a headache. Yeah, like I'm just like, who the hell did even play in week one? I don't even remember right now. They won. Uh, that's how that's how flustered I am at this moment. But look, the the whole season, the whole point of this is that the Chicago Bears need to develop a quarterback so they can win a Super Bowl. I don't care if there was a freaking monsoon at Soldier Field last week, and I don't care that. Tonight, they were way more effective running the football. None of that matters. You have to develop Justin Fields. 28 passes in two games, and tonight... 11, right? 11, 11. passes. 7 of 11, yep. S- let me just make sure that... I want to double-check your work. That's right. 7 of 11 for 70 yards. Yeah. He was 5 Let, of 6 in the first half. It, it's just... You're, you're missing the big picture. It's about fields. Let him throw the football 11 times. Come on, man. You, you, and, and Justin's got to play better. Much better. Yeah, yeah. Darnell Mooney is open. He's throwing a bomb 80 feet, feet over him. Braggs, you made a great point about it. That ball's got to be to the side where he had the defender beat. Let him try to run it down. 
There were mo- there were moments where and the interception wasn't great, and the other play. Hey, Justin, like I I seriously like the 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 high school quarterback moment. You're five yards in front of the line of scrimmage. Okay, for call it three, but dude. You have like you, like I couldn't believe that he didn't have a sense of where he's at. So it's like, are the lights too big? They shouldn't be too yeah. big for him. Oh, the one where he threw over. Yeah, I he, mean, he, the, he, he threw the ball f- well past the line. My of grandmother, yeah. who yeah. passed away, you know, thirty years ago, she yeah. knew that he was over the line of scrimmage. I mean, come on. I, I think what's concerning about that is like he didn't even slow down. He didn't even seem to have the awareness that he was close to the line. Looks, of scrimmage. Looked at the side. Like if he tried to slow down there. last second and then he happened to be across, I'm like, okay, he's trying to make a play. I think it was third down too. Yeah. Uh, that, or maybe it wasn't, but that was that was bad. That, Corey, exactly. just just, just uh, run and slide and take take another one, just like the the pick at the end, right? Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, he was covered there, right? Yeah. Just just scramble. Yeah, t- take your slide. seven eight yards yeah. slide, go to the next play. Yeah, live live to play another play. Yeah. So that's the big thing. But yeah, you 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 can't develop him as a quarterback and only throw the ball eleven times. I know the yeah. running game is going, but you you have to allow him to have some growth there in the passing game. Right, and I mean. I hate I get, to say get, it though, I, they only had forty-one offensive plays. Yeah, and and, right. and Cole Komet catch the football, and uh, and we're short on weapons as it is. Uh, but I, I still, it's like it, it, it's painful to just to look at that stat line and be like, all right. I mean, let's, well, we'll have more coming yeah, up on yeah, field. Yeah, Corey, what's uh, your blame game? So the Bears defense, you know, not setting the edge. We we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, talked about from, pregame from the defensive line to the linebackers to uh, Brisker at times to Gordon, right? Just not setting that edge. And, and Jones and company, they went off on them. I mean, they averaged almost six yards a pop. Jones had almost nine yards a pop himself. Like they just could not stop the run. And you look at a game and you look at the stat sheet and you say, Aaron Rodgers didn't really beat us. Right. Backs did. Right? right. If you look at that stat line, holding Aaron Rodgers under 250 yards. And only two touchdowns. You got to think, hey, I got a chance. But they couldn't stop the run. Aaron Rodgers didn't even have his best performance, and we weren't even close. We had that conversation, by the way, and you know, leading up to the season, everyone's like, "Who are you more concerned about, the offensive line or the defensive line?" And I, and and I'll be honest, I wasn't that concerned coming oh. into this game. I think that's yeah. why Corey and I were so disappointed the yeah. whole game watching it. It's like they they were they were jumping inside, and yeah. the Packers were beating them consistently on the edge. Yeah. I. I they they seem to be targeting Kyler Gordon both yes. in the passing game, but especially I thought in the running game. Like they were like running whichever side he lined up to, they were running towards yeah. him. Remember, remember that running play at the at the end of the yeah. game where he's supposed to set the edge and what is he ten yards off the ball? He's supposed to be the edge on the line of scrimmage, having the tight end man to man if he goes out for a pass. He's ten yards down the field. Yeah. It's it's an obvious run play. His tight end's blocking and he's standing there. Yeah, and all of a sudden they run right by him. So that was. A, it's very surprising because Eberflus, his defense is disciplined, right? They're going to stop the run. And in the past two weeks, we really haven't seen that. They did it in the second half against the 49ers. But as a whole, this rush defense has been poor. And it's very surprising, right? Because that's stuff, you know, guys getting out of their gaps that we saw, guys getting reached. And the thing is, people say, well, if you have penetration in the backfield, right, and you get push in there, it almost doesn't matter if you're getting reached. But we didn't see penetration, and we saw those guys getting reached. So if you don't have penetration in there, they're going to be able to run all day. Rags, where's your blame tonight? My blame game's got to be the run game. You know, I know, understand your, you know, 5,000 feet, feet, 50,000 feet view of the quarterback, and that's all that matters for this season. I agree, but you're never going to be able to develop this quarterback if you don't have a balanced attack. You can't expect them to get more than 11 pass plays if it's three and out every time. 
And then the few times they do get some stuff going on the run game, they're running out of shotgun. Yep. Especially it was highlighted on the goal line. On fourth down and goal, you're on the inch yard line, and you run out of shotgun. Yes, the replay showed, in my opinion, he did cross the goal line. But it would have been so much easier to just get under center and sneak it in or hand it to David Montgomery, yeah. who was in beast mode that entire drive. The, the running game uh, you know, could have been even more than what we saw from it today on the first drive and then in the second half when David Montgomery took the game over. So, I mean, to me, if we want Justin Fields to become the quarterback he is, you got to – give him the help he need. he can't you just can't drop back and throw it 50 times they did that with Mitch Trubisky and he completely failed I'm not saying that Justin Fields is Mitch I'm just saying for this to work that's why Matt Nagy's not here anymore because he had no idea how to run the ball I didn't come here to run the I formation well these guys come in here and they bring a fullback they bring two tight end sets in the preseason they show these things that what Bears football should be especially right now in Justin Fields development at this stage so get under center get yeah. the eye formation going and then you can play off of that and then things will open up for justin fields it can't just go to you know 202 yeah. as Nagy used to say right away you got to build it uh, you know at a step-by-step -step basis and tonight they missed the boat completely on running the ball and that's where i put the blame game got, yeah, got, I, I, I don't real quick guys i don't like the gun runs especially we talked about this in like third and short situations mm -hmm. Even second and short, right? Yeah, you called it on second yeah. and short earlier. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't like this, right? Yeah. You you got you got to have the fullback in there, go downhill, and especially on the goal line. Why are they treating Justin Fields like he's Tim Tebow in there? Yeah, right. I mean, You're uh, fourth and in inches. He gets the ball. He pitter pats his feet, and then goes forward. Like Justin Fields isn't 250 pounds. He's he's not running over people like that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't I didn't understand well, that. Call I, what was it, Mitchell Schwartz or whatever on Twitter? I think he pointed out, and I completely agreed with him too. They pulled the guard. Yeah, you know, and why? That, why just go forward? Inches. You're it's a lot when you pull the guard. It's a developing play. You know, if everything works correctly, it looks beautiful. But there's a lot that can go wrong in a yep. play like that. As, as just a, keep it simple, stupid. As a defensive lineman, you love when they're pulling the guard on the goal line in inches or short situations. Because if you get penetration, that disrupts everything. Yeah, he can't go anywhere. Yeah. And it's, well, okay, I can't. I, that was my blame game. They so we're we're good. <laughs> they, they said everything <laughs> I need to say. Up. I was gonna go well, off on Getsy. Right? I was gonna go off on Getsy for for that. Yeah. I thought that was just a ridiculous, horrendous play call. Yeah, I you're, mean, you're yeah. you are at you're, you're just right there. Why call an actual Q QB sneak, not yeah. a five yard quarterback sneak? That doesn't make any sense. You have a fullback on your roster who, by the way, was crushing dudes on that drive. Yep. Like, it, he was yep. a huge reason why Montgomery was picking up all yep. those yards. Then you get the extra added part of the, the guard pulling, yeah. which just clogs everything up in the middle. I think Fields probably missed the lane. He probably yeah. should have taken anyway. It, it was so bad that I wasn't even that mad that I think the refs got the replay wrong because – yeah, it was just a bad it play call. It was a call. terrible play call. But let's, let's all take a, just a deep breath for one second and just no. think for who no, no, but no, but I'm serious. <laughs> who was the best player on the Bears tonight? This is not a hard question. David Montgomery. David Montgomery. He, he, was, he averaged eight yards a freaking carry tonight. If yeah. you're not going to – you have two options. You can sneak it with Fields. That's fine. Or give the ball to David Montgomery. Downhill. Downhill Down, I mean, with, I, with, I your blast, with your blasting game. I mean, come, dude, that was he's, – He's, he's going to get an inch. He is yeah. going to get in. There was times where he was tackled in the backfield, ends up getting 10, 12 yards. Well, and even like, part no. of the reason they were in that position to begin with, having to go for it on fourth down, was because they didn't 
run the ball very well on first and second down once they got to goal to go. Right. He still picked up two yards on those plays. Right. They right. still got enough that they could have run it, it right there. You it, know, so. it was super disappointing yeah. when he got two yards. Yeah. I mean, which, I mean, which would have been a yard <laughs> yeah. and three-fourths more than they actually needed. He's right getting there. in there. I'm 100%. completely yeah. fine with the sneak, but just get under center I and go that. right there instead of uh, you're five yards back on the shotgun, you're yeah. pulling a guard. Yeah. That's not how you sneak it. Sneak yeah. it the yeah. right way. Have the fullback behind him and then just push Justin Fields in the end zone. Touchdown. You know, you're moving on. Also, it looked like Cole Komet was, like, pulling his guy off of fields instead of pushing the whole pile forward. Yeah, I, I didn't understand What was that? that? I'm, like, I'm like, you're hurting the progress. He's, like, He's trying to pull the guard off him. Don't push him. Because as much of an ass whooping as it felt like, they scored that touchdown. It's a seven-point game with eight minutes to play. I, I don't get the Cole Komet thing. I, I just don't get it. Go Let's, ahead. Uh, we got Super Chats flying yeah. in here. Let's uh, John Davis running a shotgun run on fourth and inches. When you have a fullback is wild to me. Got to be better and throw more than 11 times in four quarters. Thank LOL. you. I'm with you, man. Uh, what else oh, we got you here? You speak truth, John. Nolan, LOL. How different would the game have been if we kept going to Montgomery? Should we just be calling plays for Justin and hope he improves? I mean, they kind of they did go to Montgomery in, mm-hmm. in the second half. Yeah, but I just Adam was, Johns pointed it out. Uh, after the first drive where he dominated, they scored a touchdown. Yeah. He had only had one carry until the second half I, after that. I, That's unacceptable. Well, it is and it isn't. I, I'm, I'm willing to – honestly, I think the Bears not being able to stop the run was more to blame for that than anything because they didn't have the ball. They, they, they really didn't have any plays in the first half. Exactly. And then – when they did start those drives, unfortunately, they had a sack on first down, which you could blame on not running the ball. They could have run the ball there, and it was a pass play, and he got sacked. And then the second drive, they had a false start. You can't start drives that way on which, first down. Which also it puts you in passing situations right away. Right. Hits principle. You, you all are supposed to be the, 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 the fundamental of fundamental teams, and they, and they weren't tonight. that at all. With Eyes it. in the backfield constantly. Same thing as last week, right? Yeah. Like Gordon and company, Eddie yeah. Jackson. Right, that big pass to Sammy Watkins. Right, what yeah. is Eddie Jackson has help over the top. Classic Tampa too. Right, it wasn't. We thought it was on Gordon at first. Then we looked at it. Yeah, back. You look at it. And Eddie Jackson in. has his eyes two, two steps in there. Watkins is right by him. So you got to have help. He, he's got. He's got to have his eyes on his key. He yeah. didn't have that, and that's that's going through the whole defense as all. Well. <sighs> a lot of people pointing out the loafs. We might need a new segment. Do we have a loaf of bread in the kitchen area? <laughs> we should. We need a loaf of bread out here. Just start handing them out. Um, Last uh, super chat, at least for right now. I'm sure we'll have more coming through as the sh- show goes on. But Mark says, uh, "Was it just me, or was the NBC crew annoying?" <laughs> Packers beat the Bears. What's new? I mean, they're not wrong, but come on, shake my head. I did make a comment when yeah. Tariko said that at the end. People are getting all hyped. On t- Don't let Tariko bother you. That's it, me. water you know off what? a duck's back. Yeah, I mean the look. The yeah, um, we got to eat it until we can prove we can exactly. beat them. Yeah. Exactly. Everything you know, leading up to. I it, don't what, like what, it. But yeah, what Roger cover said, ten and a half. What Roger said last year, I mean, that was the ultimate sign of disrespect. So you know they're going to constantly talk about, it, especially when he backs it up, right? Like you, you got it. You got and, and the players can't accept it. They got to no. take the personal and come out next time, next game, yeah. Bears Packers game with a better attitude. Yeah, have a chip on their but, shoulder, right. right? I mean, the Packers fans are chanting, "Bears still suck" at the end it. of the game. And guess it, what? Man. You know, until we beat them, let them chant it, and then one day we'll have their number. But it ain't today. Right. I said it one day, one, Mark. One. We will have their number. <laughs> I, I listen. 
If you want to be, let's we can do glass half full for at least thirty seconds here. The Bears got very little to nothing from from their passing game tonight. They got gashed in the run game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we all agree that Justin Fields did cross the plane on a terrible play call. Right. That's a one score game late in the fourth quarter. With that's why I'm blaming Getzy for the play call. Yeah, yeah. that was your chance to get back in the game. Exactly. You blew it. Put all the pressure right. on Rodgers. I, I mean, you're you're a once you're in a one yeah. score game with a with a hundred plus million of salary cap and a probably a high draft pick and everything coming. Yeah. You know, if you if you want to t- try to see the future in a positive way, there's there's definitely ways to do it tonight. They didn't really and, let go of the rope, you know? right? You know, you're you're, yeah. pl- you're playing with house money. You beat the Niners, which I now remember. Yeah. Uh, so, but. You, but the quarterback has to come along here. Exactly. So I, I, we got 15 games to go, but he's got. We got to start seeing some progress. All right, um, got a lot coming up here. We're going to check in, obviously, with Nick once he's done with the locker room situation in Lambeau. We'll get the locker room report from Nick. We'll also uh, check in here with Will Dewitt in a minute to uh, hear his thoughts on the game. But uh, first, we got to bring in our fields guy. It is brought to you by Green Ridge Farm, our weekly breakdown of Justin Fields. Karma already lit into him. I mean, so. I, didn't, I, I, I gotta be paying more attention. This is coming. I got nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> Seven of 11, 70 yards, the one interception at the end, three sacks uh, that cost him 22 yards, and then in the rushing category, didn't. Didn't hit the over on that one, guys. Yeah. Ended up eight carries only for 20. Eight carries, too. I would have bet the house that he would have gotten there on eight carries. I think the biggest thing that we saw was something he did last year, right? Hold on to the ball too long, right? Towards the the games he did well last year, right? You look at that Pittsburgh Steelers game early on in the Detroit Lions game at home. He got the ball out quick. He had that internal clock. And you thought with Getze coming here, you know, coaching Rodgers and the Packers, they always have that drill in practice where they have the air horn going out to get the ball out quicker, right? So if, if he's dropping back there, his first read's there, his second not, read's not there, you either got to throw it away, scramble out of bounds. You, you, you can't, can't do that. He held on to the ball too, too long and took bad sacks out there. Right. The flea flicker, you know, he didn't go. Obviously, they're looking to go deeper downfield. He takes the, the throw that was there yep. to St. Brown. That's like, okay, that's a positive. But then, you know, in the second half, I mean, it was highlighted. We talked about it as the game was going on. He, Darnell Mooney, they go for the deep shot. It's there, and you're trying to lead him to the end zone when you need to lead him to the sideline and even keep the throw a little short just so Darnell can come and get it. He's got inside leverage on the yeah. DB. And Aaron Rodgers has the exact same throw a series or two later, and he puts it right yeah. on, right where it needs to be, the exact spot that Justin Fields didn't hit it in. So if you want to talk about where he's at developmentally, that's where he's got to get better at, those kind of things. You know, ball placement. There was the Darnell Mooney where they threw the little screen to the outside. Probably wasn't going to go for much. The DB recognized it and uh, shot the gap uh, cross in Cole Komet. But at the same time, Justin Fields' ball placement was at right at his feet. So Darnell Mooney couldn't get going with any kind of momentum. So ball placement, getting yep. the ball out quickly, those are things he's definitely got to work on. Yeah, I, the holding on to the ball thing definitely still stands out. Um, not seen enough improvement with that to this point. It may click. It may take time. He's still a guy that is very inexperienced. But, you know, it's almost like the chicken or the egg type 
argument here because it's like they only have him throw 11 times. Like, do they can't not, get in a rhythm? Yeah, they yeah. not trust but him. How's he supposed to get in a rhythm? Who's he throwing to? You know, I, I, I look, I keep going back to Carm. How you, you mentioned this off the top of the show. You also mentioned it off the top of the season. How this season's all about Justin Fields. Well, two games into it, I feel like we have no answers. Like they, we you keep sh- checking off games here, and you're waiting for answers, and and that's that's the part that just I'm far from giving up on the guy. Don't get me wrong; it's yeah. not that type of conversation at all. It's just it just starts to get a little bit concerning. Yeah, I mean, I on some level, I think we do have an answer, and that we don't have the answer, and we need to find the answer, <laughs> and like let's prioritize mm-hmm. getting the answer because you need to know the damn answer, and. There was one moment tonight just just watching him and his body language late in the fourth quarter. He throws the pick. They show him sitting there. He's, I mean, clearly disappointed, and you know, no one's talking to him at that point. Maybe, maybe that's, that's fine. He can sit with himself and figure it out. But like, and, and he's a confident guy, and he's a hard worker, and he's you know, well-liked, and he's a captain and all that type of stuff. But you know, it, it's, he's got it. It's going to wear on him a little bit until he gets himself really going here. So... Uh, there's there's that too. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it's mostly on Getsy. Like I think he's he's got to call plays out there, right? Yeah, you, you have to pass the ball, especially when you're down in there. So I know it was tough with the time of possession and us not being able to stop the run, because I mean they had the ball for 37 minutes, we only had it for 22, right? They had 66 plays, we had 41. So I get it, but you know I I think I'm yeah. I'm most disappointed about the defense. That that for me. Because I feel like we did enough offensively to stay in the game and keep it closer than, than it was. But if you cannot stop the run, you cannot win games in this league. Well, and, you know, this is the first time that we got to sit and watch a game with you. And you, you did a great job, Corey, of just, like, basically simplifying what should happen. Yeah. And, and, and they, were not, they were not listening to Woot. The, 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 there, there was no containment. There yeah. was setting the edge, all that stuff. I mean, it, it was – and when they did do it, it, it just it, what you were saying did not seem like it was overly difficult. But the Bears just weren't were not no, were it, not there it, tonight. It, it's very surprising because I thought they would be the more disciplined team this season, right? Do you think it was more of a game plan thing and Allen Williams not making that adjustment, or the players just consistently getting out of the out of position? I, I think I think the players were getting out of position because you, you looked at you know Alkadeem Muhammad at times, you know Travis Gibson, uh, Robert Quinn. You know they were getting out leveraged. They were getting reached. All day. And like I said, if you can get penetration, you can get reached and be fine, right? But if you don't get penetration and you get reached, good luck. Good luck trying to right. stop this, this team. And then you got Aaron Jones one-on-one uh, against Kyler Gordon in the open field. You know, like he's going to win that matchup majority of the time. So, Well, the, the point that really resonated with me and what you said was at one point you were like, they're all kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. They're not rushing as one. Exactly. And, you know, I, I just think that really stuck home with me because – you kept t- preaching about how they have to stay on the edge. They can't cheat inside because exactly. then Rodgers gets that opening yeah. to come outside and make more, you know, you know, make well, a big time or open yeah, throws. So and the reality is those guys don't know each other. Exactly. So there's the trust isn't there yet. I, I think the biggest thing is they could have had seven or eight sacks in this game, to be honest with you. And I told you yeah. how you rush him, right? You set the edge, you keep him in the pocket, right? And you, what do we see? Travis Gibson, the two times they had contained, they had pressure up the middle. He had two sacks. Same time when he set the left edge, Robert Quinn comes home, right? They could have had a bunch more sacks on some of those third and long situations. What does Rodgers do? He steps up in there because a guy makes an inside move and we have no contain in that B and A gap, right? Aaron Rodgers steps up, completes a bomb. So we saw countless examples of that. Like Aaron Rodgers, you can't rush normal. 
If you set the edge, you will come home and have eight, eight to nine sacks in a game because he will run to you. And, yeah, we know Allen Williams was concerned about that because he said this week in his press conference that Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest B-gap escape guys in football. And we saw that tonight, unfortunately, with him finding that gap to get out of there uh, and make a play. All right, uh, need to tell you right now that the fo- this football season points bet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games, which means before this ad is over, you can place a live same-game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out on your live second-half over bet with points bet. You have access to more live football markets than ever before. Build the perfect live same-game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game, including spreads, totals, player props, and more. Choose the outcome of the next drive and next points with PointsBet Lightning Bets. So whether you are on the move or on the couch, do it live on PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today. Sign up with code CHGO to get your first two bets risk-free up to $2,000. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And let's get you some tickets. And the best way to do that is through Game Time Tickets. It's the hottest new ticketing site. It makes it easier than ever to score the best deals. Tickets, do you, you, know, you want to go see the White Sox and the Guardians when the Sox come back and win the division and stun everybody? Let's go, Herb Lawrence. I see you. Uh, or any, how about, how about next Sunday, little, little Bears Texans? I bet the market is, it might be cratering just for, for a split second here. And you can come to our tailgate, which we'll get to in a second. Appreciate uh, the Bears. Uh, listen, if you love CHGO, you are going to love game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Uh, I, I love the game time app. I love looking for uh, tickets, paying a price that I feel like I'm getting a tremendous value. And uh, yeah, so I've got it right here. And uh, I'm looking at literally every White Sox game this week. Every The lowest ticket is $1, which is uh, six $1. bucks with free. Let's go. So uh, yeah, right there in the link. Use it. Live it. We'll see you out there hopefully at a White Sox, Bears, Cubs, Bulls, Blackhawks right around the corner. Anything you want to go to. And, uh, yeah, look at that, 112 bucks for your cheapest seat for the Texans. Love it. Uh, the Game Time app is the place to go. Um, yeah, uh, cheap, amazing, mind-blowing. Let's live the dream. Game time. You might want to use that next week if you're trying to go to the game against Houston. But regardless if you're going to the game or not, you should be coming to our tailgate. We just want to hang out with you. We want to talk. We want, and we might, we might even. I'm giving out hugs uh, or taking hugs. I might be looking yeah. for hugs next Sunday. Why not? Let's Carver, go. We want people to come to the tailgate. Don't I, wear the jersey I, next they, week. You don't think that people want to hug me? <laughs> don't wear the jersey next week. It's bad luck. No, yeah, no, that's this, a fifteen dollar. The, the blame game this, this is definitely the Kmart yeah. special. That's a good point. The blame game should be your jersey. I would, do I have to do blame donate? Everything. This could be a donate situation. Hashtag okay. blame Carm. I nearly bought a Trubisky yesterday. Uh, oh, oh, gosh. God. All right. You know they sell jerseys of players who are on the team now yes but i i, I you know i i have i have uh i like to i like to play the economic game <laughs> and there we, i was walking out of ryan field after the congratulations to southern illinois beating uh, your and slash uh you oh, know no. i've been around long enough i can call him my wild that was terrible and then i'm looking i'm going through the the, the closeout rack and there's a couple of trubisky so i'm like should i get that one too yeah. I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't get a 10. 52 I was oh able to do. Gosh. Oh, man. Well, at least that guy's going to the Hall of Fame. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Even if he's on a different team now. Okay. Uh, hashtag blame Carm. Like it. Yep. It's a good one. Yeah. Blame him for everything. 
<laughs> I yeah. like it. Blame you for the Northwestern loss, too. Exactly. Ugh, you were dead. there, man. Yeah, bad luck. <laughs> terrible. If, if you're bringing that up, shout out to Mark Silverman, who apparently gave the Southern Illinois Salukis a pep talk. He's t- Sylvie's tweeting about how... Must have worked. He, they called in Sylvie for a pep talk, and the dude <laughs> went in there and pep talked them, and they went out and beat Northwestern. You, I, and all due respect to Sylvie, who's, you know... Tremendous uh, Chicago media personality success brags. You and him are close, but I did I did not have on on the on the bingo card that the cats were going to get out, out pep talk by Sylvie. Sylvie. They Sylvie. Got out Sylvie. I, think I mean, his kids were in there with lo- him too. That's a rough loss, Woot. Why didn't they have you in there for the halftime speech? I, I, I mean, that's next. I, I, Woot, you you got to get back in there. Get, get let, man, they, they don't want me to come yeah, in there. But man. all right, back to Bears. They'll light them up. <laughs> all right, uh, I think we're going to bring in Will Dewitt now, or should we jump in? Okay. Uh, it's hard to wait for Will. I can't oh, wait to hear okay. Will's thoughts. Let's go. Um, but sure, we can wait. Yeah, let's do some super chats then. Okay. Uh, we got the Duke. Twenty dollars spent in nineteen ninety nine. More than Carmen spent on that jersey. Just to say, <laughs> terrible play calling by Nagy tonight. <laughs> Checks notes. Uh oh. In oh, seriousness, the hits principle was not on display, and I think it's time to have major concerns with Fields. Pump the so I, this is, this is, let's not go major, but but I but what 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 irks me a little bit is is the lack of uh, reality that that some of the fandom want to live on the quarterback, like just want to stamp that he's there. He's not there yet. I mean, let, let's just call it what it is. I'm not saying he's not going to get there. I'm not. I'm not even remotely saying that the talent is there because I think the talent is there. I think the the talent, the intelligence, the athletic ability is all there. But whatever it is. Just let's just call. It. We 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 need to see it a little. I'll bit. tell you what it is, man. Yeah. It's, it's the play calling. Okay. Right? And I said this. I said there's certain guys in the league that can play for any play caller, right? I.e. Aaron Rodgers, right? Okay. But there's guys. You look at Josh Allen early on in his career, right? He struggled a little bit. Ryan Dable comes in, right? Really grooms him into this quarterback. Now he's arguably one of the best. And I I always say this example when Alex Smith came to Kansas City, right? They they threw him to the side. He's a game manager. He can't be. He can't be this and that. He's a four-time Pro Bowler, All-Pro, leading lead the uh, league in yards, completion percentage. So a lot of times, especially a young guy like Justin Fields, Luke's, Luke getsy has got to have his best play calling every game for him, right? Because we're trying to mold his confidence right yeah. now. He's not developed yet. He's not where he needs to be, right? You look, you look at how Andy Reid scripted when Patrick Mahomes was first starting, right? He scripted for success for him. He put him in positions to succeed. And Luke Getzey is not really doing that as a whole. So let's pump the brakes on all the Justin Fields thing because I think he has all the talent right there. And now it's about Luke Getze. How is he as a, a game caller, right? They had all these expectations. He came from Aaron Rodgers and this, that, and the other. Let's, let's see how he's going to go forward, right? How is he going to mold Justin Fields? Because you don't want to get two quarterbacks wrong over here. And I think Trubisky, a lot of it was the play calling, yeah. right? So I don't want to see the same thing happen with Justin Fields because I think he has such a different element with his feet. I think he can make every throw. It's just about molding him up here. And I think that's on Getsy. Well, this is the lesson we should have already learned with Mitch. I said it a million times when he was on this freaking team, and I got plastered as this Mitch cheerleader. But the statement was, it's not all on Mitch. It, you say it's the play calling. I completely agree. But it's never just one thing. Mm-hmm. They also have a talent deficiency at wide receiver. Cole Komet's dropping a pass. Their center, Sam Mustafer, uh, you know, fumbles a snap. I don't know if you want to blame it on Justin or Sam, yeah. but the connection isn't there. You know, we got to get the center, uh, Lucas Pat, Pat, um, Patrick, yeah. in, back at center. You know, Tevin Jenkins, I thought, did okay tonight. I'm no 
offensive line guru. But Larry at the same Morham time, struggled. the offensive yeah. line still has to find their cohesion. The wide receiver group is, I mean, it's going to be upgraded next offseason. Well, we're not there yet. So this is what they have to deal with. Cole Komet, catch a freaking ball. You know, this is year three now. You had a great preseason. You looked good at camp. We were all very excited for you. It's time to put up or shut up because if you don't do it this year, we're all running you out of town. We'll make sure of it as Bears fans. So, you know, I mean, that's it. So Justin Fields, yeah. We want to see him continue to get better, but it's not a one-size-fits-all problem. There's a lot of different things, that uh, elements that go into how good Justin Fields is going to be. And, uh, you know, it's it, you just got to find those answers one week at a time. Play the Texans next week. They're not the Packers. Get some first downs. Get the offense opened up and start making some plays as best you can with what you have for this year. And, uh, Javier Castro, I see you. It's game two under a new coaching staff. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's early. You're right. 15. Also, the Packers are a lot better, and the Packers are a lot are, <laughs> right. are, 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 are a very good football team on, on both sides of the ball. I promised myself all off season. I was like, keep your expectations low, yeah. and just enjoy whatever comes. And of course, they win Week One, yeah. and I start seeing that tunnel vision of how they can get to four and zero with some winnable games after the Green yeah. Bay game. I fall. For, I yeah. fell for it. All right. I'm a meatball. I can't. I'll wear the meatball costume next Sunday. I don't care. I mean, Green Bay will probably win the NFC North. To be honest with you, they they struggle playing the Vikings at Minnesota, right? In that stadium, they Aaron Rodgers. They've always split the games. You know, when they play in Minnesota, Minnesota wins, and they come back to Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers always wins. Yeah. So that's a tough place to play with the crowd rocking. They had Daniel Hunter, Darius Smith. You know, breathing down Rodgers' neck. So. I, I, I took that last game with a grain of salt, so Green Bay is a really good team. All right. Um, should we go to Will? All right, let's bring Will in. Will DeWitt joining us now uh, to get his thoughts on the game. Uh, of course, was watching it the entire time, and um, there he is. What's up, Will? Fortunately, Adam, I was watching it the uh, <laughs> entire time. Uh, that, was, that was painful, honestly. <laughs> Will, what do you think of the QB conversation we're having? Where are you at with uh, QB1? Yeah, absolutely. I have some thoughts. I know you guys wanted him to pass more, but I don't know where that would have been. So, like, those four straight three and outs, right? Like, we need to be able to pass this ball. Eight of those 12 plays were supposed to be pass attempts. Uh, you had the legal forward pass. He got sacked a couple of times. He felt some pressure and ended up trying to scramble instead. So, he had those opportunities didn't capitalize on them whether it be him or the team so we lost some there that's why like my personal feeling is like sticking with the run that would have helped if they would have st actually stuck to running the ball those possessions hopefully would have been extended and then those passing opportunities better passing opportunities would have actually presented itself a lot like that first drive because fields was one for one 30 yards in an opening drive it only had to pass the ball one time but it was a big chunk play and i guess one more i guess positive and we don't need to talk about it a lot it would just be an actual creative play call coming out of a timeout we haven't seen that in chicago for a while so i, I know things soured out afterwards but i thought that was still a really good play call coming out of a timeout but obviously justin didn't do enough here to win the game he thought uh looking at the presser that he did enough he thought he was in the goal line of course a seven point game with eight minutes is a whole lot different than being down two scores giving the ball back to aaron Rodgers. Uh, so, yeah, uh, what else do you guys want to know? I have a lot of notes, a lot of thoughts. I just need some guidance on where you guys want to take it. Well, let's go defense. I mean, how would you feel? Because that's about as frustrating as it gets when you can't stop the run. 
Yeah, that's really it, Adam. It was like the parting of the seas there for this Bears defense, whether they bounced it outside, kept it inside. It was real frustrating watching Roquan just get driven back five, six, seven yards from the offensive tackle from the Packers here and uh, the defensive line. Uh, you guys talked about the contained excellent point. I don't need to re-harp on that, but the fact that the Bears offense weren't able to sustain drives and then you have the Green Bay just killing you on the ground, it's a recipe for disaster. There's no other way to put it. If the Green Bay is going to hold the clock, march down the field. You mentioned the demoralization that comes from it as well. It's just, it's just bad, bad, bad all the way around. Kyler Gordon, uh, I know, had a pretty difficult day. He had a couple of bright spots, whether it be the PBU in the end zone. Uh, he did help and run support early, but the more they picked on him, the more he struggled. And I, I know we uh, expect some of those growing pains. It's still hard to watch. And uh, unfortunately, the Packers knew that he was a weak spot, kept going at it, and it definitely uh, hurt that defense too. Hey, Will, what were your thoughts on Eddie Jackson? Because uh, last week I thought he performed pretty decent. This week in the big stage, uh, just didn't see enough from him. Tackling-wise, he kind of looked like, you know, coming up making some tackles here, a lot of missed tackles, and then had his eyes on the backfield, especially to that big completion to Sammy Watkins. What, what did you see from Eddie Jackson tonight? Yeah, not as decisive and as aggressive as we saw last week. And actually, Corey, I'm going to bounce this right back to you because what I see out of Eddie Jackson and those tackling attempts is a lot of shoulders and is lowering the shoulder. And as a defender, like, what goes through your mind when you see that? Because as a fan and as an analyst, like, that really frustrates me because he's in position to make a play, but just the effort to finish with only a shoulder and not wrapping up, and that's been an issue throughout his career here. It's, it's frustrating to watch. What about you? Yeah, that's really frustrating. Tackling one-on-one, you got to wrap up, right? You know, there's situations where you can lay the shoulder if a guy's going across the middle to catch a ball. Hey, I'm all for, you know, you're trying to knock his block off. But, but the thing is, when you're coming downhill to tackle, you have to wrap up. That's why the Bears, all game, they were missing tackles left and right because they're trying to get with their shoulder and poor tackling technique. But you see this not only from the Bears, but throughout the league. You see, you see the highlights. A lot of missed tackles nowadays. People really don't work on tackling like they do back in the day. They used to do full-on 11-on-11 tackling. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Two-a-days. <laughs> yeah, so now, now you see tackling is very poor throughout the year. Usually towards the end of the season, once you get to the playoffs, that's when tackling improves because they have, you know, 16, 17 games of experience out there. But, yeah, it was just unfortunate to see so many missed tackles. And you look at the Packers, too. They missed a lot of tackles with David Montgomery. It's, it's throughout the league. Yeah, exactly. Hey, is it because they're trying to keep people safe in practice or does the NFL like to see a lot of points scored? You just kind of opened up a thought that I had yeah. there, Corey. I think a lot of times they try to keep people safe in practice, right? Because most injuries happen in the preseason. You know, during the season, your, your likelihood of injury goes down. So I think they just try to get them healthy to the season. But it's unfortunate because the, the tackling technique is, is pretty poor, especially in the first couple of weeks of the season. Will, last uh, I did week. Him, real quick, Greg, real quick. I just want to mention uh, Jalen Johnson. I saw from Next Gen Stats, two games in a row this season, zero targets going towards number 33, continuing to be uh, a true lockdown corner for the Bears. So, again, if you're looking for silver linings here today, which I, even though I'm mentioning them, they don't feel good, <laughs> to be honest, uh, but that is still pretty impressive. I think every other cornerback that's seen a, played at least uh, – 50 snaps. It seemed like, no, let me find it. I don't want to give a wrong stat, but it was really incredible. Like the group he was in, every other corner has seen at least seven targets and he still has a goose egg at zero. That's like crazy incredible. Definitely good. But why go after Jalen when you have Kyler Gordon to go after too? <laughs> I think might've played an element in that, but at the same time, credit to Jalen. Well, last week, you know, we talked about the word of the game was adjustments. 
And tomorrow night when we do our Bears After Dark show, which I'm looking forward to, you know, I think the word of the day is shotgun. And I want to know, and I want to see if you have any notes about this now, but the first thing I'm going to go back and watch is I'm going to count how many times they ran out of shotgun versus how many times they ran out of the I formation with a fullback, you know, somewhere in the play. You know, you saw it on the last drive where the fullback's in motion and they finally get some momentum. You know they're running it the way the fullback's motioning. They couldn't stop it anyway. And it just made me want to pull my hair out every time they started to run in shotgun. And I know a lot of Bears fans uh, echoed that sentiment. You got any notes on that or any thoughts on that? Uh, No official notes, but let's definitely bookmark that, discuss that tomorrow night. However, you hit a great point. I think just the eye test speaks for itself here tonight. Like when they were running out of shotgun, not nearly as effective. Uh, And obviously in those situations too, they were trying to put the ball in Justin Fields' hands a a little bit more. And that may not have been wise just with how good the Bears running backs were playing when they were more under center. Uh, David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert both average combined like over eight yards of carry. I don't know what more that you need to ask out of those guys and really the offensive line on those plays as well. They were really making some good blocks out there, opening up some lanes in the backs were making people miss. That was really good stuff. And uh, unfortunately, the Bears got away from that a little too soon and took them way too long to get back to it. If you're looking for other reasons why the Bears lost tonight, at least from my opinion, obviously the penalties hurt for a team that's been focusing on discipline, seven penalties, 50 yards compared to only 25 penalty yards on three for Green Bay hurt not scoring a touchdown after that fumble recovery hurt and not getting to pick up that other ball that was on the ground. That could have been another big momentum swing for the Bears uh, too. So just not being able to capitalize on those situations and opportunities that were presented and can even bring in Justin's touchdown, not touchdown, whatever you want to call it. Well, it's actually, it's not a touchdown, right? Because it doesn't count. But yeah, just failing to capitalize on the chances to make this a complete ball game, I think it's something that the Bears are going to look back on tape and realize like, damn, like we had them. We had a chance to actually come out with a win here tonight, but we didn't take care of it ourselves because they did, you know, as much as Green Bay beat them and we talked about what happened on uh, the ground game, uh, the Bears beat themselves in a lot of ways too. No, it's interesting that touchdown counts and uh, the Bears cover. I'm just saying. <laughs> Conspiracy <laughs> theories out there. Oh. Uh, all goes, goes to New York for the review. Seems pretty clearly it's a touchdown. They don't. They got the little gray area because technically you can't see the actual ball. <laughs> Al River on one circle of the shadow and said it was a football. So his hands mm-hmm. were there. I mean, you yeah, could, like, it was, like what, where ball, else do you think the football is? Exactly. Like unless he had fumbled. By the way, here's some interesting info from Steve Palazzolo from uh, Pro Football Focus. This caught me off guard. Was not expecting this, guys. Touchdown percentage on run plays from the one yard line since 2017. Shotgun, 63%. No shotgun, 55%. So shotgun oh, these, has no. actually resulted. These and And with quarterback, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Touchdown percentage for quarterbacks on run plays. Nerds. From the one-yard line since 2017. Shotgun, it goes up to 74.5%. No shotgun, it's at 60 I'm literally going to. Somebody made an error. That doesn't seem right. I'm going to break something. That doesn't seem right. doesn't seem right. I have to agree. But No, I mean, the eight-hour. Use your fullback. Give me, yeah. the, give me the touchdown percentage on a fullback. Old school football. No, eight-hour vibes is saying it in the chat. What people are forgetting is it, it, he did get in. It was a touchdown. And as I said to some guy on Twitter, too, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Yeah, he got in. So if, he, if they had called it a touchdown, nobody would be complaining. 
but you have to be able to look past the result and understand the process. And I just, I'm sorry. I don't care what the stupid nerds say with their stupid percentages. <laughs> I am going to be defiant that they should have been under center. And you can still sneak it in. But it's the path of least resistance. Where would you rather be? Five yards back or one yard away? As Corey said, get the fullback behind you and shove him. Not Cole Komet, pitter-pattering the, the guy on him. Forget it. Just sneak it in the easy way. Hey, hey, Will, you, you've got one tweet here. I'm going to read it. Bears Luke Getze has some serious explaining to do, not just for the play calling, but but it's still mind-blowing that Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet are easily being taken out by opposing defenses. It's completely unacceptable. I, I, let's role-play. Getze's here right now. Uh, what would you ask him? What would you say? What the hell? <laughs> no, honestly, though, like, where <laughs> – where ha like where are these players? Like I want to know: Is the defense taking them away? Are you just going other directions? Because if he is the offensive coordinator that the Bears need him to be, I don't see how the hell that these guys combined for two catches and four yards. Mooney had negative four yards today. He had eight yards last week. And Cole Komet, I know he dropped his one opportunity, but they are supposed to be. And I think I had a tweet earlier calling them the names on this offense. And if the names aren't producing and a team that's already starving for talent, we have some serious issues. And I don't know, again, we have to go back and look at the tape because you only get a little bit from the actual broadcast, but I don't know why it's so difficult to give these guys, you know, the football in their hands and make them make plays. It happened last year in Nagy scheme, Luke Getze, he has two good playmakers. He should be finding ways to use them. And I know people are already getting soured on Cole Komet now, which I know is unfortunate. It probably hurts Adam's feelings a, a little bit. Feel good. He's been awful. No. I mean, I don't know what this actually. There you go. <laughs> let me clarify, because I I was even on the pregame show I talked about last week. Like I was willing to give him credit because he blocked well. I thought, and today was just bad. Today was bad. Catch the ball, yeah. block. Yeah. I don't know why you're trying to pull a guy off your quarterback when you're he's trying to get yeah. across the goal line. Did I see that wrong, or is that that's what I thought? Yeah, that's what no, I thought. Try to pull him, like like put put your put your all your body weight body weight and drive him into the end zone yeah. I, I didn't understand that one he he talks such an amazing game Cole Komet does every time he's up there at the podium I'm like you are the most well-spoken tight end in Bears history outside of not, not outside of no Bear one Nelson. and like you sound like you sound like you're gonna do something you sound like you're going to do something. And in, the, and in the preseason, you know, like, oh, they're scheming and he's open. He's making catches. I'm like, all right, we've got this. Yeah. It's going to happen. It ain't happening. Mm. Yeah, I guess the biggest thing was when you have 11 pass attempts in a, in a game and yep. it wasn't a monsoon like last week. Like, come on. The, the percentages aren't there, right? You got you to gotta, you gotta pass the ball 20, 25 times at least in a game. Um, you know, I know – you know, we couldn't stop the run, so we didn't get the ball that much. They they control time possession. But you got to pass the ball more than 11 times in a game if you're developing a quarterback and you're trying to get your weapons the ball. I think it's clear to say that they we don't know what Bayless Jones can be to this offense. But I just as far as his playmaking, separation ability, his electric speed, he has that. That's going to make any defense, even if he hasn't proven – anything on the field stats-wise, that's going to make any defensive player keep an eye on him, game plan for him, and that's going to help guys like Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney get open. I mean, they have their own – they have to do it on their own too, but at the same time, I think Valus Jones would be a good shot in the arm whenever he can get healthy. They need some kind of shot in the arm. They need somebody that just – Well, Byron Pringle and St. Brown are who they are. 
You know, I Byron mean, Pringle played tonight, by the way, because I saw him fall he? start he, twice on one play. Yeah, he called that was it amazing. Out. He said he, he fall started and the ref gave him a break and didn't call it, and then he flinched again and then he called it. <laughs> That's hard to do. <laughs> Come on, Byron Pringles. Give me the feel or flavor Pringles. of a Pringle. <laughs> can catch Pringles on the end of it. Chicago's though. Uh, catch a ball. Do something. This Byron Pringles. Oh, oh. This, this Byron Pringles <laughs> got to do something. Hey, here, hey, hey, well, just uh, one back on track for just a minute. Can can you give us a glass half full moment, like something that some level of optimism going into week three? You got anything? It's that whole entire drive that ended at the inch or ended in the end zone, but they didn't score points. I mean, the fact that they were down two scores, they got the stop on defense, right? Seven plays, 16 yards for the Packers. Like they were fighting that defense was to get that stop. Got it. Offense came, ran it down the Packers throats, which I like to see that happen. That's always fun to watch. And then unfortunately the end result just wasn't what it needed to be. That's the silver lining. The Bears had a chance to make this a seven-point game with eight minutes left, and that changes the entire complexity of this ballgame. Momentum shifts. The Packers were uh, – they fumbled, and then they punted. So then who knows what's happening at that next series. That's where I'm at. It does, and, and Field said that too, and Nick's tweeting it, but like, let, let's be honest. It, it, it would have been a one-score game. But Green Bay was decidedly the better team tonight. I mean, would anybody argue with that? No. Okay. No. No. Okay. Yeah, they, okay. Yeah, they definitely were, but yeah, and they probably would have gone down there and kicked a, at least a field goal. And, but we would have had a chance, right? Yeah. Because you but look, we don't know that. In the second half, we we stopped them for the most part, right? Yeah. We, we got off the. They were driving a little bit, and we got a turnover. They only but, scored three points in the second half. Yeah. The Packers. Uh, so you score there. So the seven Bears. point game, and then you got a chance. You get a stop, Ooh. and then and then you can run the ball, and then. Yeah, and and, and right. Will, I'm with you too. By the way, like one score game late, the you know midway through the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, that's progress. However, like I just when the Bears are saying it, when I'm hearing like Fields say like that changes the game, like that's really not what I want to hear from him. Yeah. Like I, I really just want to hear how they get the how they've got to get the offense going. Not and, good enough. Got to do better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, somebody had a pretty yeah. good comment here about if uh, the Bears might upgrade a receiver midway through the season. Remember we talked yeah. about Odell Beckham, but I think. The Bears have to be in the hunt for something. Yeah, Odell's not signing. What's Nikhil Harry yeah. still to come back to this team, right? I mean, I'm not saying he's going to help. I'm just <laughs> saying that yeah. is the other yeah. guy. But like, right? I, I, that I, is a human being who will be coming off IR <laughs> at some point, yes. yes. But I'm saying like a playmaker, right? Like an Odell if yeah. he's healthy. Bayless. Corey Wounds out here being like, Odell's a hail maybe they'll trade for somebody who can actually play. <laughs> Yeah, Odell's like, a real Nikhil. Hail Mary. Nikhil Harry. Well, don't forget Byron about Nikhil Pringles. is all I'm saying. I, I know they're getting <laughs> Nikhil, come back. Save yeah. this offense, Nikhil. I, got you I, back, I just Nikhil. hope the Bears make a Jeez. run and, and they're winning some games and then maybe we can get an Odell Beckham type. We need we need a playmaker. We need somebody. We need Where somebody. the hell is Nikhil? Uh, <laughs> Will, any final thoughts, my man? Yeah, I just want to reiterate the fact that if people are, you know, obviously wanting the Bears to pass the ball more, they – attempted a pass or tried to attempt to pass in 75% of those plays on the drives that went three and out and they just weren't executing. If they would have executed, there would have been more pass attempts there. There just weren't an opportunity because what happened was just God awful. That almost makes it worse. That makes it worse. <laughs> I know it makes it worse, but I'm saying like, if you can't it's like say, they, no, I you can't I, say I, pass the ball more when you're going off the field, because when you're passing the ball, you're not moving this, you know, moving I got one chains. for you. Will. So, so do you think, you think Getsy? Is less confident with Justin Fields or the offensive line? Because my, my take is I think it's the O-line. I don't feel like he really trusts him. You know, you look at tonight, we talked about Larry yeah, Borum yeah. really struggled. He did. Um, 
Yeah, like I, I think he doesn't trust the old line. That's why he's maybe not passing as much. That would make me feel better (laughs) if that's the case. Like if he's already not trusting Justin and then that's a whole, I think, bigger issue because if he's getting like the same treatment that Mitch got like under John Fox, I think that's going to be a huge deal. But if it's the offensive line, like I can respect that and understand that because we've seen their pass protection and it has been very suspect at best. And, you know, you have Sam Musfer snapping the ball when he's not supposed to like, come on. And, but, and then, like you said, Larry Borum was struggling. I think Braxton Jones was like on the, actually the one big drive when they were moving downfield, made like the best tackle attempt on David Montgomery. Cause he ran into the back of him and was actually the only one that can stop him. Cause green Bay couldn't, but out of it, Greg hit it right before I went on I thought Tevin Jenkins played well today. I think he had a, he had a really good game. So if you're looking for yet another positive way for me to end my time here on the show that Tevin Jenkins continues to grow here. And I think once Lucas Patrick is that cast off, goes to center and Jenkins is that full-time right guard and can get even more playing time into a deeper flow and just get more confident in himself and those abilities. It's, it's looking good for Tevin Jenkins. All right. Well, good stuff. Our will Appreciate call it, guys. The will call. call. You're the man. Well, go. good stuff. I like it. Appreciate Enjoy the rest of the show guys. Adios. Follow him on Twitter at will the wit. The L's are ones in there. Um, here's the thing though. If Tevin Jenkins is playing the best, Stop taking him out for half the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Keep that. Keep him on the field. I, I let, White, let, let, him, let him switch with White here, right? White yeah. here is the experience, right? Let, well, let, Jenkins well, get the let me push that a, a, even further. If Larry Borum got beat like a drum all game, like we, it yeah. looks like he did, why not have him at right tackle? I mean, That's if right. he's your best. Jenkins? Yeah, Tevin yeah. Jenkins. Because yeah. he didn't really take off until he moved the guard. That would, yeah. I don't want him. I don't want to throw him back at tackle. That's what I'm asking. I was in the same Bragg's mindset. Which is uh, it's a great mindset. Yeah. What about like, Riley Reef? I mean, so so right. So you, yeah, you, right? he's a guy that's played a lot of games in this league. I think he could be a pretty good right tackle. You you want to put your best five out there? Yeah. You know who are they? And and I listen. I I, I was hoping that Larry Bourne was going to grab that job and, and run with it. I but. thought Larry played fine last week, so I'm not going to overreact to one game. He struggled tonight. He My point miserable. was just like, if Tevin Jenkins is seizing this opportunity, here is a second round pick who a lot of people thought. Could be a first rounder last year mm-hmm. who seems to have found a home and a position. Stop taking him off the field. Yeah. Like Lucas Patrick is fine. Like you you went out and paid money to get him, but you didn't pay him like a ton of money. And he, he, has paid him. Million, he has, the he has one too. hand right now. He has the like, experience. It's not like he needs to get out there and get experience, you know? Just get him right. Just Played get him healthy. Games, get right? him healthy. That's all. Can I, was hurt too, by can the way. I add another question of uh, positional overreaction but are we okay with Roquan Smith on the outside as a linebacker or put him back nah, in the middle I, I think we put him in the middle he he looked he looked overmatched today he, he definitely looked out of place I think he's better from that middle position you just look at it right he couldn't set the edge on there when he needed to uh he seemed like his eyes were in the backfield too much he fits way better in that middle spot uh, I think that would make everything a lot better that goes back to the discussion we had in the offseason, and I was a little bit surprised that they were putting him at the well, but a yeah. lot of people thought that he would shine he'd, like he'd shine there. I thought he struggled in the first half last week, then turned it on in the second half, and then today was just – It was tough. That I was, was sledding all day. He had great mic uh, videos from last week, him talking on the silence, talking about all every time. Up. It was, he was so – all mic'd up, whatever. He was, he was so enjoyable. Today – that, that was the worst game I've seen Rokon play in, yeah. I, in uh, three seasons. I mean, it's been a while. He was well, brutal. I mean, what is it? I mean, as a 
when they run away from him, mm-hmm. he can chase it down, and that's yeah. something he's great at. But when they run right at him, like we saw tonight, he's getting pushed back five, six, seven yards. You could tell about by the way he was lining up out there. He should he should have been a little more outside there, and he he was kind of creeping more to the inside because I feel like he's just so comfortable playing that inside backer position. As a lineman at times, I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah, you know when he has the edge there, and they have a five technique next to him. He has to set the edge over there. And he was kind of a little bit too far inside. So I kind of – I didn't understand that. So I think they need to move him back to the mic. I think that's his best natural position out there. Well, you know, now might be a good time to do our overreactions because that kind of sounds like an overreaction, although, granted, there might be some validity to it. But after a couple games uh, – so maybe that counts as one. How about this? Who said it during when we were watching a game that Mooney might only get 300 yards this year? <laughs> Someone said that, didn't they? Was that was that was that Blaine Carmen? I don't get, hashtag Blaine Carmen. I don't I don't I don't get that credit. <laughs> no, that, no, no, no. But like someone was like, I think joking, like, hey, he might only get three hundred passing yards this year. I got news for you. Darnell Mooney's on pace for sixty eight receiving yards this season. No, I said that. <laughs> I did because I'm like, wow, like it, it's very revealing. Right through these That's, two games. I know the season isn't over, but when you when your best receiver had over a thousand last year with everything going on with the offense. We thought, oh, this would be a new offensive team. I thought it from what we saw in the preseason. And it's like, wow, this is a lot different than we Col- thought. Cole Komet has zero catches in exactly. two games. Mooney's got two catches. Mooney has two for four yards total because he yeah. lost four yards yeah, today. Yeah, four. Yeah. So, I, I think I, so all that concern in the offseason about them not having enough weapons. How do you argue after two games that it's not true? That's what's concerning to yeah. me. And then that goes back to the field discussion, too. If they don't trust the offensive line right now, they, ha- they don't have weapons, they can pretty much only run the ball, I don't know that we should be surprised that he only comes out of the game with 11 passing attempts. Yeah. In a game, by the way, they were trailing. Exactly. Well, with only having the ball tw- for 22 minutes, right? Yeah. So it's a big difference right there. It's, uh, it's hard to get things going and get into rhythm. So, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to really evaluate when they didn't get a full offensive day with time and everything. So... Tough sledding, man. All right, let's get to some super chats, shall we? And then, say, uh, we're, we're not all going to overreact. I was going to say my overreaction, Cole Komet sucks, and I'm <laughs> sick of it. No, you, 11 passes, whatever. You have one hit you in the numbers and you drop it, you know? Yeah. Hey, you get paid big bucks. <laughs> Catch the ball. You suck. <laughs> I mean, that's my overreaction. I'm tired of it. Yeah. No more excuses. You're three. This is what you had to deal with. You were a player. <laughs> exactly. I, I got. I got two overreactions. Right. My first being being Al Qadim Muhammad. Right. He, he's he's a guy that I thought was going to step up big this oh. year. Right. And so far through the first two games, that noise you just made was hilarious. <laughs> we we really we really haven't seen much from him. Right. Yeah. I thought this is a guy. He had seven sacks a year ago. He as a first year <laughs> starter under Getsy uh, under. Uh, you got me all off yeah. my camera. <laughs> but I, I, and I liked him in training camp, too. favorite part of the show. I thought uh, Muhammad had a good Yeah, pr- I thought he did, pre-season. but thus far today, uh, he couldn't set the edge. Pass rush has been non-existent. So, and then, and then Kyler Gordon, right? Look oh, at him, eyes in the backfield, not being able to set the edge. So. I'm just going to get in the way, just like NBC did. Oh, the oh I, th- I was wondering what you were doing. I was about yeah. to call you out. Because <laughs> you, were, you were complaining during the game. Lawrence, that the uh, least favorite the storm, the, the radar was blocking. So now you're doing a joke. I get it. Yeah. You're blocking us with the radar. I, I, I was going to overreact with that one too, but yeah. my, I, I was going to overreact to that radar. And actually, and now we're hearing loud booms. Uh, I'm a, 
Can I, can I double up on, on Woot's overreaction? Hey, hey, Kyler Gordon, you're like the sixth best rookie on this team right now. There's an overreaction for you. I mean, you are you are behind yeah. Brisker. You are behind Jones. You're behind Trenton Gill. Mm-hmm. You're behind uh, Dom you're, Rob. You're behind Dom Rob. You're pulling up the rear as the yeah. first pick here, dog. That's what's going on right now. They, they picked on him all day today. I mean, they did. you know, te- teams are going to do that. You know, that's what concerns me is that they saw something and they were like, "This is the guy." Right. We're gonna go after. Right. It wasn't just like pick on the shrimp over here. And they did this last year with Kendall Vildor and Duke mm-hmm. Shelley. Okay, but those were guys that weren't supposed to. They weren't the first pick in the draft. Yeah. that you had in your draft class. That was supposed to be Kyler Gordon. A lot of people are saying he's supposed to be a first rounder. Yeah, you know? like he was. He, he had athleticism. He could make every play. And uh, yeah, this it just seems like he seems uncomfortable out there. You're, right, he had the nice. A little overwhelmed with having to play NFL football. Yeah, you're, you're you're trying to be the man out there and make all the plays. Just 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 do do try to just like stem the tide. Do what you're supposed to do. We don't need any. Exactly. We don't need a hero here. Well, he had the nice breakup in the end zone, but he got beat he, by five yards on the okay, play. Okay, but he came back. He recovered and, but, but and broke awesome. the pass. Ro- so Roger Rogers in the floor. They were like, we're gonna go at this guy, and yeah. that was yeah. their plan. Well, and the that's whole time. that's where yeah. the whole. Keep my expectations low, Greg, and tell me that a million times and still don't listen after one week into the season. <laughs> you know, it's that these guys are going to have those growing pains. Yeah. He's he's talented. He's going to learn. That's the hope. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to give up on him after two weeks. Um, but these are the things even Brisker is going to have his welcome to the big leagues moments as great as he's looked at times in his young career. So, you know, those, these are the things we have to accept as Bears fans. Are they going to battle every game? Yeah, I mean, we got kicked in the teeth pretty much all night, and we almost got it down to a seven-point game. Mm-hmm. Those are the the moral <laughs> victories we are going to have to take as Bears fans. We almost fans. got it down to a seven. We right. almost covered. Right. Almost. We almost covered. So, you know, these are the moral oh, victories we have to take until this team's ready to take the could've. next step. And until they get – a little more uh, talent on this team. It may not be possible, but you know. Does the chat want us to have like a like a like a two minute party for like, dude? They almost made it a one possession game in yeah. the fourth Ooh. quarter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get like, that lord out. <laughs> how, about, how about the the one bright spot defensively, right? Travis Gibson. I yeah. mean, yeah, as a play. pass rusher, man, he was making some great moves out there. He set the edge on there. He had that one dip and rip move where the guy tried to tackle him from behind. He still yeah. got the sack. But I really like what I see from him because last year he really had a breakout season coming off the bench when Khalil Mack got hurt. He had seven sacks a year ago. So I was saying he's a guy that I think could be a double-digit guy. I thought Muhammad as well for what he did in the preseason, what he did last year. I mean, it's still a long season, right? But thus far, he hasn't done enough, Muhammad. But Gibson looked looked really good tonight. And Glass Eiffel again, 1-1 after two games, win all day. Yeah. It's a win. Yeah. It was house money. It, It is. It's literally a win. Yeah. It was house money. Now they have winnable games. Now if they play only if he only has seven completions against the Texans, now we're in a different state of depression where there is no silver linings. I mean, all respect to the Texans. I know they battled today. They're a tough Giant, team. They're Giants kinda, are two and all. Like the man. They're scrappy. They're scrappy like the Bears. Not going to put up a, a lot of points okay. and numbers offensively, but, but I, it, we better not get man. But here's here's like where we did tonight. Here's where you panic next week. Is if is if Davis Mills outplays Justin Fields, like if if Davis Mills looks like the quarterback, they're from the same draft class. He's the forgotten guy, and he's out there every week, you know, playing pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, Texas lost a sixteen. Russell was fourteen of thirty-one 
I haven't watched the game yet. I'll watch it tomorrow. 14 to 31 for 219. Touchdown interception. He had a QB rating of QBR of 45.7, rating of 66.4. He didn't exactly light him up. Might not. Be I was listening to the Broncos radio coming down here, and they were they were losing their minds. <laughs> uh, and I'm scared it might be the Bears radio next week. All right, uh, want to tell you about Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of CHGO. We love our Pins and Aces gear. Get tons of compliments on and off the course. They are family owned golf and apparel business. Uh, they make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and my favorite, the beer sleeve, an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right there inside your golf bag. It's insulated, keeps the drinks cold during the entire round, slides right into your bag. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. And let's uh, go over to another one of my favorites, which is FOCO. You've already got the best coverage right here, damn it, for your favorite Bears team, uh, even on a night where they lose. So let's go out. Let's get yourself fitted out. Best sports gear around. FOCO, F-O-C-O. They've got you covered from Soldier Field, where the Bears should stay, to the front room, uh, north, south, hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. You want to get yourself decked out. I think, uh, you know, listen, decked out like Justin Fields after a win next Sunday. That, how, how smooth he's going to look walking out a soldier after our tailgate in the morning. So, hey, the perfect gift for any football fan or any sports fan, Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Let's not think about winter, but it is coming. Uh, check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below. Uh, for not for all non-presale items, use that promo code CHGO. You get yourself ten percent off thanks to our friends at Foco. All right, Nicholas Moriano is standing by at Lambeau Field. He saw the whole thing in person tonight. <laughs> oh man! Hey, I've seen way worse losses. Way at that worse. Stadium. Way worse Progress. losses. Where it's just an absolute joke. This Progress. Was, yeah, we're all positive here, Nick. We're celebrating moral victories and almost covering. Is that is that what we're doing now? I guess when, you know, the Bears can never beat the Packers in Lambeau Field, you have to, yeah. you know, celebrate the moral victories. But, yeah, guys, I mean, it was, a, it was a way different atmosphere in the locker room, I'll tell you that. They weren't really celebrating much. They were really quiet, not much talking going on, players going straight to the showers. And we started to see that kind of recently, but – not a lot of talking going on. Got the chance to talk to Braxton Jones for a little bit, being this is his first road game in the regular season. I asked him, what, what's the overall feeling right now? And basically, and he's kind of echoing what Matt Eberflus talked about in his press conference, just learning how to deal with adversity. He said basically he's soaking it in. He's going to let it sting. Knows this wasn't their best game, but you have to move on. It's like that 24-hour period that Matt Eberflus has where you kind of reflect on it, and then you got to move on next week. Like you guys were just talking about the Texans. That's kind of like the mood that um, Braxton Jones is feeling, but also this team collectively. And I asked Braxton Jones, did, did he feel like the preparation w was good enough or was it just lack of execution on, on the player's part? And basically he said, we just can't let one bad play turn into another. And we all saw those three consecutive three and outs where the Bears weren't doing much offensively. Packers are, you know, gaining ground, scoring points but shooting themselves in the foot. Matt Eberflus mentioned that. Justin Fields mentioned that. Braxton Jones mentioned that. And obviously they had a far more penalties in this game than they did in that week one win over the 49ers. So you have to be able to erase that play, the 
previous bad play in your mind. He was saying, move on to the next one. And I asked him, how do you do that? What do you personally do? He's like, I just get, get coaching on the sideline, realizing what he did wrong and just always, you know, playing hard. That's what Matty Rufus ultimately wants. And the, kind of the last point I wanted to end on like a high note, like, hey, it wasn't all bad. You know, David Montgomery still had a pretty good night. He's like, yeah, we know we showed everybody. He said, we showed everybody tonight that we can run the rock. And so we just can't panic after this, you know, this week, this week two loss. But, you know, definitely was a way different atmosphere in this locker room this time around. Were you at Fields, Nick? I was, and he was a uh, pretty short answer. Uh, didn't have too much to say. But, again, kind of echoing what Braxton Jones was saying with uh, shooting themselves in the foot. That was a big thing. He was asked about the fourth down and goal play in terms of, you know, what the overall play call. And he basically said, it's us versus them, O-line versus D-line. And he said, you know, I'll never know if I got in or not. And clearly after the game, we know that wasn't the case, but he was asked, did you feel like you got in? It's like, yeah. And obviously that wasn't, wasn't the case there. Um, so he was asked about that and the game plan. He only had what, over just over 10 passing attempts in this one. And we know last week he didn't throw the ball much because of the weather, but Luke Getze told him the game plan for this, we were going to run the ball down the Packers throat. And, you know, to a certain second in the second half, they, they definitely did that. But he was also asked, Justin, like, do you want to throw the ball more? And he's like, yeah, I'm a competitor. I want to be able to throw the ball more, but if that's not in the game plan, we're going to do what, what works best collectively for the team. And we've seen so far this season there haven't been the passing attempts for Justin Fields. Obviously, the first game, weather-wise, it's, you, it's understandable. But this one was a little different, too. But they did rely on that ground game. It did get them back in the game. They got some momentum. But clearly, it wasn't enough to ultimately come away with the victory tonight. Real quick, anything on the pick or anything about being or over the line of scrimmage? Was that brought up? Yeah, the line of scrimmage one, he's like, yeah, obviously I would like to take that back when I threw it. And when he said when he threw it, he's like, yeah, I knew I was past the line of scrimmage. So that was like, uh, he knew exactly when he when he That's did worse. it. Yeah. That's worse. Hey, Nick, did you, did you talk to any of the defensive guys at all, like Roquan or, or any of the defensive line or secondary at all? You talked to any of those guys? No. Once I got done with Braxton, it was like Eberflus was talking, so I had to get out of there. But just echoing what Matt Eberflus was talking about, like one of the points that he wanted that needs to be improved is the tackling he said that was a big thing in this game where you can look probably throughout from the first quarter to the fourth quarter you'll find somebody on each level of the defense missing a tackle um so he did mention that but also um they have to work on just stopping the run that was a big emphasis for that's going to be a big emphasis going into the second week into the third week but the three players that he highlighted that had good games i know you guys were mentioning like travis gibson that was one of the guys maddie reflux highlighted he also highlighted Eddie Jackson. He said he tackled well in this game. He said he maybe had one missed tackle. I see Mark. I see the reaction from Mark. But he said he had maybe one missed Not tackle. Just me. I, yeah. That's an insane tackle. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know about that. You know, there's a couple, a couple missed ones. But um, mm -hmm. that's what he, I thought watching from the press box too, yeah. you guys. Like I thought I saw a couple from Eddie Jackson there. He's taking care of his players. I, I, I can respect that about a coach. But did he talk about anything with the gap discipline? Did he? Did he mention that at all? Lack of gap discipline. <laughs> No, that that wasn't mentioned, Corey. Um, yeah, he didn't really mention anything about that. Um, you guys were talking about Kyler Gordon, though. He did talk about like the rookies in general. He said like the NFL has good players, and this he said this time though for the rookies is invaluable. But he said tonight wasn't the best night for those guys. So 
I, I obviously when he goes back to season tape, maybe we'll see a little bit more of those missed tackles from Eddie Jackson along with, you know, what he kind of said about the rookies. Was Justin asked about the fumbled snap? Did he take responsibility for that or was they asked at all? No, it, it wasn't. That would have been a good question there, Greg. Um, yeah, from my vantage point, it looked like it was just a it looked like he just mishandled it. I don't know if you guys saw anything different. I was gonna say I think he just dropped it. Yeah, it was it was on fields. He yeah. put it right there and he just dropped it. You tried can't to pull have that way too quick. What do you guys think of the fourth down run from shotgun? Is that? Oh, we've what, talked about it a lot. We all I loved almost it. We all flipped it was the, the table and broke call. it here in the nah. studio. So <laughs> that's how I terrible felt about call. it. Nick. Go under center, sneak it. Or, or give it to Montgomery, you know, with a fullback on there. And, like, and, then, and then Adam brought up some percentages from PFF that show that running out of the, shotgun that was, was better, and that only made me want to break things even Not more. Not PFF.com. That's what you got. Or wherever. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, okay, here's what, here's what Manny Refluss said about it, if you guys, if, if you guys care about it. Uh, okay, so he said why he called it from the shotgun. Like it because you outnumber the box. QB as a runner, additional blocker. It was, and he said it's the best play we had at the time, and has to look look that. back at why it didn't work. Don't say that. Yeah, don't, I, don't, don't I, say I, that's I your respect play, everything though. else he says, but not the best play at the time. Like, yes. schematically, I get the extra blocker thing. That's why they run the wildcat stuff. I, okay, fine. It doesn't mean I still like it, mm-hmm. but I football coach understand what he's saying. Don't say that's the best play you have. But will, then your playbook sucks. Will right or wrong? I mean, Nick, <laughs> right or wrong? Right on, on the goal line. If that's Tom Brady in that situation, Tampa Bay's playing in that situation, he's sneaking the football a hundred percent. Yes, Tom always does that. Exactly, always. Exactly. Yes. So, so I don't understand why they Pull wouldn't do it. Stats, I mean, Tom Brady PFF. is as slow as molasses. <laughs> he's one of the greatest ever played, but he's getting that that touchdown and, right there. And if you if if it's all about the numbers, then then run Wildcat with David Montgomery. Yeah, I'd rather see that. Then then Fields doesn't take the hit, and it's the guy who's been getting you downfield the whole way with his with his legs. And and, and uh, just a reminder: don't try to be. And I love you, Flus, and, and you too, Getsy. I don't want to. This two games in, the last thing I want to do is turn on any of them. However, don't try to be the smartest guy in the room. QB sneak, goal line, fourth and inches. It's 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 tried and true. They're trying for, to get too cute. That's what yeah. it is. Use your fullback. Mm-hmm. Give your fullback the damn ball for you all ha- I you care. You have a pulling guard on the inch yard line. That's that's uh. a recipe for disaster. That- Where's he even pulling? He's got an inch. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pulling. You don't need the pull. They should have got on all fours, a four point stance, and just just fire it out in front of him. That's classic old school football right there. They would have got in the touchdown. There would have been no replay. We would have got in. Nick did, game. Nick, did you get a chance to talk to Cole Komet tonight? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he was neck. there? He, he yeah. was there? I, I, I didn't see him really much. No, I unfortunately oh, didn't. Because um, I want an there apology. Was a, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, another guy that was missing in action and who's kind of been missing for the last two weeks, Darnell Mooney. Uh, Maddie Refus was asked about Mooney and, like, do you have to do something to kind of get him more targets? And again, it, this is kind of his go-to answer is like adversity. You look at all aspects of it. Like, okay, that the one didn't really answer the question. Then Justin was asked about Mooney and, you know, his lack of production in the passing game. And he was asked first, are they doing anything to take him, take him away out of the game plan? He's like, some plays they are, they are doing things to take him away. And do you sense any frustration out of Darnell Mooney? And Justin said, no, not a selfish guy. He could go out, 
of he can go out in every game with zero catches and still be the same guy. I'm like, well, kind of doing that right now. So, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of happening. But, yeah, those are two guys. Cole Komet, Darnell Moe, you thought going into the season were going to be big contributors. They still can be, no doubt about it. They still can be, but through two games, you guys, not much out of those two. I got one more question. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm on fire here. Second and 18, or, yeah, sec- roll. second 28. and 28, and Eberflus has the defense playing 12 yards back. Did he have anything to say for that? Because that, to me, was a pivotal moment for them to give that up. Really, really ticked that me off. That was a big play. Yeah, for that one, he said that in the secondary, they were they didn't get over the top, and he said one of the linebackers on the play was out leveraged there. And they said if it was executed correctly, it's probably like a six to eight yard gain as opposed to gaining whatever they gained on, you know, second 28. So he did talk about that. And it was a huge play for the Packers. And they do capitalize on, you know, despite being behind the sticks. But he did say that, you know, if you look at the effort from a few of the individuals, they didn't quite execute their assignments. And that's why that screenplay was able to be executed by the Packers and not executed by the Bears there. All right, Nick. Good stuff, my man. Uh, safe drive back. The long, lonely, dark drive home from Lambeau. Been there many times. He's going to the Four Seasons in Appleton. Oh, there we that's go. That's only about a half hour away. Yeah, it's a good move. There you go. C H G. Plays already. Check, 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 check. Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't know. Do we? Get your ears. We. Testing. And we back. Are we back? Are we back? Yeah, we're back. I was right and we love you. Lawrence. Lawrence. Thunder and lightning hit, man. I popped up like I seen the boogie. I said, whoa. That was crazy. That thing. Everything like shut off for a second. (laughs) That. After as drenched as I got last week at Soldier Field, I'm not stepping foot out of this building <laughs> until this storm passes. Greg's asleep in here. L- listen, listen. When, uh, when, 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 they, when they win the Super Bowl next year, I just ruined my foot with that slam. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's it right there. The, 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 the lightning striking. So oh I, I got God. a question for you guys real yeah. quick. So do you, do you think Darnell Mooney, in your honest opinion, is a true number one? Your guys' opinion? No, no. I was hesitant, even coming in, but he looks so damn good in training camp with his route running. Like, he's a good wide receiver. He's just not a number one. That's okay to say. The the, the only thing is, right? Last year he had over a thousand yards with everything going on with the offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like you said, how he looked in the preseason, his route running. Like he is an elite route runner. You know, he looked he looked it in, in training camp and whatnot. And last year. I mean, the, the ability to get separation. Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess I thought he would be off to a hot start. Him and Fields, that connection, they just. Well, who did they have last year? They had Allen Robinson. And I know Bears fans want to drag Allen Robinson through the streets because he didn't do well last they had year. account for him. But People you have to account for yeah, that's him. Why Mooney, that's why Mooney was able to right, get over and that's that. what I'm saying. You get Valus Jones yeah. out there, even if he does nothing, if anything, he's going to have eyes on him. Yeah, right. You're going to need more than Valus to. Uh, I understand that, but know. for this year. Right, I will say it's one it's, B and the keel. I'm concerned about it <laughs> after two games, yeah. two catches, four yards. Yeah. I, I think I, in, in this offseason, I was saying Julio Jones was available, and people can say whatever they want about him. He's past his prime, he's still explosive out there. Yeah, so I think they could have nabbed him in the offseason just to get eyes on him. And right? he's a big physical guy that people have to account for. And, and they weren't in any position to do this. I get it. We're, we're mm-hmm. Bears are trying to acquire draft picks, not get rid of them. But a lot of receivers changed hands last year, and uh, Tua was not good. And Tua was out of his mind today, and Tyreek is helping that situation. So you, you, they matter. So I think we all agree we needed another weapon yeah, at yeah. receiver position. Something. Yeah. I mean, it's when the two weapons you do have have combined for two catches and four yards in two games. Because I'm including Cole Komet in there. That's, that's really – got to sound some alarms on that one. Um Real quick, we got to get to a ton of Super Chats. I want to share this. We mentioned this earlier about Jalen Johnson, but I wanted to give the full context for next-gen stats. Bears cornerback Jalen Johnson was not targeted in coverage as the nearest defender for the second consecutive game. He now has gone 61 consecutive coverage snaps without being targeted, dating back to Week 18 of last season. Um, There have been 42 outside corners who have played 50-plus coverage snaps through their team's first two games. Every other outside cornerback not named Jalen Johnson has been targeted at least seven times, and he's at zero. So it, Somebody's doing res- something right. They're putting respect on his name. With yeah. Game. So it's, it's good then, to see that, that we have one stable at the corner position. Obviously, yeah. you know, it's only been two games with Gordon, but, you know, I think just the way he was in the preseason and the, the fact that he was supposedly supposed to be a first-round pick, we just thought we'd see – Especially from last week, right? It was the first game. 
But we we thought we'd see him improve. And I mean, he, I understand some rookie mistakes here and there, but if they're not targeting Jalen Johnson, that means you're getting opportunities. Exactly. And one PBU on a ball where you actually technically got beat at the line. Yeah. And if he throws it a little quicker, that's, that's six all day. Probably. So. And they're also in they're in nickel. Whoa, they're in nickel a lot. So it's like okay, I can go at Vildor. I can go at I can go at Gordon. Okay, I'll I'll leave you alone. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but I I, I do think it is a, at least a slight indictment of who else they have out there. All right, we got a lot of super chats to get through, and we got to get through the notes too. Um, let's try to fly these fly through these as fast as possible. Um, although Braggs is not in a hurry to get home. Me neither. Because he's... I'm not walking through this rain. pouring so rain. Take your time. Uh, Swanky32, four ninety nine Super Chat. Justin, instead of going out to Tau Nightclub oh, on Friday, stay home and study the playbook. Don't cool. do that. Yeah. To, Honestly, on, I man. wish I hadn't read that out loud. <laughs> yeah. He's, got, mean, he's, got, he's entitled to, re- to live his life. I got no problem with that. Exactly. Like, um, you got to live his life. I mean, if he, if he would have lit it up, you wouldn't be saying that. Tonight, you yeah. know, if he would have been throwing for 300 yards and stuff. Guys got to have fun. But guess he's got a game plan better. Simple as that, right? Yeah. Like, you got to give him more than 11 attempts. And I know the defense didn't help him at all. But you got to get more than 11 attempts to actually be able to do something, get some rhythm, get some consistency. Michael Jordan was playing poker till 4 a.m. every yeah. night before games. So. Michael Jordan, the one time, went out golfing with, uh, Jer- what was it, Jeremy Roenick? Or whatever that, yeah. and I think they did eighteen, and he drank a twelve pack, <laughs> and then played again before his uh, seven o'clock. They can have yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah. Well, so one's one's got to earn his way into twenty three zone. Let's yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm pro. Just saying, people can have lives. I, I, yeah, that's a, yes, and I don't mind. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if one was sitting at home with a you know some uh, a little hot cocoa and. And, and, and a little um, you know, Saturday's a, little a light day It's a walkthrough They travel to Green Bay It's mostly meetings As okay. long as he was there It's fine yeah, okay. um, Ethan Smith says Did we pay Pringle Or as Carm called them Pringles To not play <laughs> And run motion We played him to not play Well uh, He didn't even run the motion right I'll The false motion. start This seemed like all, all the receivers aren't Aren't getting enough targets. I mean, simple as that. Someone's right? got to get targets. Like Sam Brown has, has been the, has been the most. You know, yeah. most targets out there. It seems like Justin Fields seems pretty comfortable, but I think at best he's a number three. You know, yeah, that's what my concern with. We need the Mitch Trubisky Tampa Bay Bucks six touchdown game defense to show up for this Bears team to get some rhythm going. Yeah, hundred percent. Don't know if that's ever happening again. All right. Um, Karthik says, complete team loss. Terrible play calling by Getze. Poor awareness by Fields. Roquan slash secondary getting beat. No halftime adjustments. Just atrocious. I think they did make halftime adjustments. Yeah. It was 3-3 three to three in the second half. Yeah. I mean, they, and they, they had a chance to get it to seven points, right? And then if you get a stop there, yeah. you're talking about a different game. So we're going to We almost did something. We just throw um, the parade. Almost covered. Yeah, I mean, almost covered. It, it was a tough one. Roquan looked out of position a lot of times. Like we said, I feel like that's the worst game we've seen probably in his career. You know? That um, was not good. He just didn't look good. He was, he was catching blockers. He wasn't shocking and locking. He wasn't running around with the, with the typical Roquan speed that we're used to. Um, shocking and locking. Shocking, shocking and locking. And boom, locking. boom. Okay. Yeah, get, getting those guys off you. Okay. I mean, Green Bay, hats off to them. I mean, they, they out-executed the Bears. They said we're going to run the ball down their throats. They did it. And, yeah, the tackling was poor, but you cannot expect, you know, Eddie Jackson one-on-one against Aaron Jones or Dylan. Kind you know what I mean? Yeah. With a head too. full of uh, 
uh, you know, steam running at them, you know, 10 yards down the field. So they were in bad positions all day. It was, it's tough. All right. Uh, Brendan says, you think momentum got killed by the ticky tack calls in the beginning, like the low, but no hit block. Hey, look, Chop. there were some ticky tack calls early in that game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a huge fan of that rule to begin with, that you can't cut the offensive lineman on the edge like that. I understand the safety concerns, but it really li- – like, you have no chance then. Yeah. Like, you're literally telling those DBs – Just get blown up. You, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Because if you can't go low on a man who weighs who outweighs you by, like, 150 pounds, what are you, what are you supposed to do? You, you can't do anything. So, I'm not a big fan of that rule. And then I guess my point is, like, if no contact really is made – it should be a penalty. Like the guy avoided him. So, so how how can how can that be a penalty? But then a uh, a cut block where where Kavion Thibodeau uh, got cut right on that oh, yeah. on that uh, sift play right with the tight end come. I mean, if you're gonna call that, you might as well call that. You know, yeah, you, you might as well ban that. Because I think that's more dangerous than you know a DB cutting a, a lineman. You know, he's gonna fall over him most of the time. I yeah. mean, it's to protect him. They're gonna they're gonna get concussions over there trying to hit those guys up top. It's yeah, and, I, and it certainly didn't help. Hey, Cody. Hi. How you doing? Uh, Ryan says, Bears-Packers is our Super Bowl. We all know it's early for the staff. The sky isn't falling, but let's not pretend this is just another game. I don't think anyone is. Oh, no. We're... Seven in a row, man. They've lost seven in a row now to Green Bay. 2018, last they time count. they beat them. Let's see at Lambeau. I mean, they're pretty lights out. I, I had this from the beginning of the season. I know you guys probably did you know, marked as a loss. I mean, yeah. before everything, I know you were getting on the bandwagon with the 49ers, but realistically, I right? I did it, yeah. Yeah, you, you had it as a loss. So, so one and one Adam at this did, point. Adam did too. I know. Me but and I, Adam. I, I, but I, I, I think this game me. next week against Houston is a must win. Like, Yeah, you got those. Are, this, that's one of the ones you circled before the season. You said that should be one of the X amount of wins yeah. that you were predicting. And I feel like it's going to be critical for the offense, right? Because – Lovey has those Houston Texans playing some defense. Yep. They gave Russell Wilson some fits today, last week as well. So, hey, this will be a good test for them to see what kind of adjustments Getsy and company are, are making coming into this week. We are winning next week at our tailgate. All, every, <laughs> every person that I meet next week at the tailgate is going to be a victory. Sure. Uh, I don't even want to. Starting at 8 a.m., $34, all you can eat and drink. And, and I don't want to even go to the concept or the, even the remote thought of doing the postgame show next week if they lose to the Texans. I really don't <laughs> want that for anyone. I, I hate to say it. The two teams aren't far off. No, of they're course, they're, they're honestly and, mere images. They run the same exact stuff yeah. uh, defensively. Lovey Smith is one of Matt Eberflew's mentors. Okay, so defensively, they pretty much run the same stuff. Offensively, they both have second-year quarterbacks. You can make a strong argument Davis Mills has actually been better than Fields so far. And the defense has been better, the Texans yeah. as a whole. Neither team has yeah. any wide receivers, and uh, both teams can run the ball. I know you all love Lovey, but I would love to beat Lovey. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we have to win this game. If we have yeah. any, any chance this season on, on making a push, winning some games, like this right. week is a must-win game. Like yeah. Giants game might be the same way, too. Uh, another super chat from Ryan. Tick, uh, tacky play calling, built for talent. We don't have under the guise of creativity is absolutely killing us. I gotta be honest. I only had a I only had a problem with a couple plays here and there. I didn't have a problem with the overall philosophy. I he came in with a game plan to run the ball. The run was working. The only time the offense really stalled was when they got away from the run. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just think it was in key moments. There was a second and three. Yeah. 
where then they threw the ball. I thought they should have kept running there. After what we just lived through with the Matt Nagy era, I'm not going to sit here in game two and be like, they should have thrown the ball more. I'm not going to be that guy. Mm Mm-hmm. I kind of was that guy already, but I I, <laughs> I, I... I get your... No, your point is you have to figure out fields as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about this game. I'm not... And, and, if yeah. we're, and if we're going big picture again, I'm not worried about next week. Like, you're saying must win. Like, not, none of these games to me are must wins or whatever. Like, I... I must I, I, play well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's must develop fields. Like, let's, 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 let's go. Um, Joe says, I'm so sick of being a Bears fan. The offense has been trash for over a decade. Spanning multiple GMs, coaches, and quarterbacks. It is painful to watch. Joe, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> I want to talk to you. Okay, here we go. Mono e mono, right? Being a fan of a team that's not great, that's not the Patriots or even the Packers for their extended run where, yes, they should have gotten more than two Super Bowls with Rodgers and Favre, being a fan of the Chicago Bears and waiting for a moment that you don't know is going to come is the ultimate payoff. It is the beauty of you. It is the beauty of this city. You you grind. You hope. You, you, you believe when there is no belief. Just embrace it because <laughs> one day 2005 will come on the south side, 2016 will come on the north side. Somehow, miraculously, a guy by the name of MJ will will drop into the world, and uh, and then the, and then you'll have the, you all of a sudden Patrick Kane and and, and John of the Taze will be here too. <laughs> okay, I'll it. stop talking. No, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I liked that. Yeah, okay, that was nice. Blame Carm. Blame Carm. Hashtag, Hashtag blame Carm. You think the Lawrence bear? Who's gonna kill me? <laughs> Night sixty-seven seventy-six. Do you think the Bears start looking at the quarterback draft class this year? I'll tell you what. Regardless of what Fields is doing, they should be looking at quarterbacks. Always look at quarterbacks. That's my thought. I I think it depends how his how he progresses the season. To be honest with you, right? If he's he's looking like this, you know, towards the end of the season, I I think they're definitely going to be looking at a different quarterback. Well, I think he has the skills. I I think it's just about the play calling, man. And and people can say whatever they want, but uh, players, yeah, players around him. I mean. Tua, how bad did Tua look last year, right? Yeah. yeah. What did he throw for? Got what did he, what did he throw for yeah. today? Because he's got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle running yeah. wild for that team. And Sicky going up, catching yeah. a touchdown catch he had, the first one. He was like, yeah. I mean, I, most tight ends only end. don't catch that. They're, they're making plays and he for went him up too. and got it. Yeah. He's not putting it perfect right. on the line every time, but they're yeah. making plays for him. you got to get playmakers. They arguably have – one of the best tight ends catching the ball in the yeah. league, right? You can make an argument for Kasicki and then Waddle and Tyreek Hill. I mean, probably the, one of the best tandems in the league. So they, they surrounded him with talent. You know, we would have liked that this season, but this, this is what we have. This is what we have to work with. So Getsy has the game plan around this. When your head hits the pillow and I think of the Steelers game last year, it's in there. The it's in there. there somewhere. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. They got to they gotta get it out. All right. Time for Carms. Oh. What up, JR? Uh, with the Bears drafting in the top 10 next year, would it be smart to see if Justin Fields is our guy this season? Should be about development, not wins. Yeah, I think we just addressed that. So, yeah. Thank you for the super chat, though. I appreciate it. All right, Carm's notes. All right. Here we go. Uh, Ooh. Whoa. Look at Carm's notes. So damn adorable. It doesn't look like your penmanship, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. The, the, also, they made this nice 
graphic with your yellow pad and you come out with the blue blue I, pad today. Uh, who said that I had to always go yellow? Uh, look at Braggs just trying to be like me over there with, the, <laughs> with his yellow. <laughs> uh, Identity theft is not a joke. <laughs> you should be more like Braggs, and I hope next week you cook like he did today. Uh, Bang. The man owned the grill. All right, so uh, this is a brief one tonight because I think I was just like so stunned by what was going on tonight that I took less notes, but I still got some really good ones here. Okay, uh, Corey Wooden early. I can watch football all day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I found that shocker there. And, and then we all we all really enjoyed on the when the Bears were announcing themselves that Robert Quinn went with his elementary school. That was a good which one. Is, which is yeah. straight, which is straight Robert Quinn. Uh, Woot, you're back on the front page here again with uh, Quinn giving up the edge, uh, which was. Uh, um, you know, uh, not ideal. And then Braggs, you're on the front page here too. With uh, when when the Packers started out well early, me and my big fucking mouth. <laughs> As he stormed off, he like walked out of the room. Me and my big fucking. Well, because in the pregame, I said well, they don't have the guy to to get off the field or to get the third and eight, and the Bears were going to get off the field, and then they start firing away on third and eight, stabbing me in the heart repeatedly. Uh, two run plays, a missed tackle. Some of my uh, just what writing what, what was down, but then uh, Braggs is freaking out again with Mustafer man. Uh, a <laughs> little bit upset there with with the old center. Uh, and then both you, Adam and Woot, you you were. I'm getting the hoax is on sp- special moment is on page three here. But Cole Komet blocking a defensive back, so he didn't do that either. You gotta be kidding me! Was the comment uh, going around? That, that was on like that little swing pass. Yeah, yeah. Over there. he's one on one on, on a defensive block, back. Man. He's got to snatch him up, put put his hands inside his chest plate, and drive him to, yeah. to the ground. Like you yeah. can't do that. Can't so not a, not a good night for Cole Komet. Woot uh, going into halftime when we were all basically dead. They can come back and win this game. Adjustments one on one. They can. Oh, uh, hey, uh, if they if they didn't call a shotgun on fourth and goal at the one inch seven line, maybe game. Maybe you never know. Yeah, uh, and then Ho comes coming in on uh, the Josh Blackwell. Solid coverage play. Gunner, get him. Uh, <laughs> Got a little excited there. Yes, special, special teams, teams coach. Blue notepad is 0-1, by the way. That was also when uh, Kevin Kadix uh, jumped in with his that his dad was definitely turned the game off and was asleep. Uh, had a, had, had a dad's, contest pop was not. gone. Uh, I think my response was, I'm jealous. Yeah, right, right. right. Oh, you're right. He, that, and, and that's at the top of this page. Hogue, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, third and 22, Braggs. If they don't get off the field, I'm flipping this table. <laughs> and Hogue's, Hogue, I pulled my laptop. laptop. He said, nah, it's man, like it's gla- expensive, man. <laughs> he goes, I'll replace it. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a glass table. Do you know how much of a mess this would be? And then the uh, the last one here that I have is you know what's going to happen as the Bears were about to score Aaron Rodgers going to get a touchdown and da 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 we were still I forget who said that but Kevin uh, did uh, and then yeah, I then, lost my mind yeah then and, and and that would be the end of Carm's notes for week two thank you very much uh, okay can I just say something while you're looking through your notes too I heard an interview earlier in the week with Jalen Johnson saying you know he wanted to bring back Club Dub and he was going to talk to the coaches about that. And this is something for me that was a big sticking point. And I'm, I'll welcome you to rebut me after as the former player that was in locker rooms. So I'm definitely speaking out of turn as someone that's never been in an NFL locker room. But at the same time, there was nothing that pissed me off more as a Bears fan the last three years than Club Dub. Club Dub had its day in 2018. 
and it was it washed up real quick. And to me, it's a mentality thing. You know, we brought up Michael Jordan. I know I'm getting, you know, people talking crap about it in the chat and Carmen saying slow down. But you know what they did? When they went 72 and 10, they wore a shirt that said, it don't mean a thing until we win the ring. And I don't like Club Dub. I don't want it around. <laughs> it's a bad mentality. It's a bad precedent. Have a higher standard than one win over the 49ers for yourself. I understand that you want to celebrate your victories. I'm not saying don't celebrate them, but I just feel like Club Dub is in the past. That was the former coaching staff. Leave it in the past. I don't want to see it. Make the playoffs before you start club dubbing. Beat Green Bay before you start club dubbing. I don't want to see it. I'm sorry, Jalen Johnson. Set it to the side. Focus on getting better hey. every single day and then get to it. Corey, now you can tell me to keep wow, keep my mouth shut and worry about being Greg a fan. Greg is upset at, at this club dub. No, no, I agree. Um, you got to start some kind of new tradition. But I think you should enjoy the wins because you, yeah. you guys know this. It's hard to win in the National Football League. Whoever, whoever you're going against, whether it's the worst team in the league or the best team, right? It's very hard to win on Sunday. So you got, you got, you got to celebrate for a little bit and then move on, right? Because you got to enjoy the victory. You know, anytime you get off the field healthy, you get a win, it's something to celebrate about. I like the club dub because I feel like it brought all the fans a part of that, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like you... You probably had a club dub shirt, did you? I didn't get the club dub shirt, but I'm, I'd be but lying if I didn't it? say I did. I loved it in 2018, yeah. but it got stale extremely quickly. Yeah, if you're not winning games and, and not and being you're club dubbing after you lose five in a row and you yeah. win one against the worthless giants and you're running to the locker room to like but i'm it, sorry it's still a win though right you gotta you gotta, you gotta enjoy the no <laughs> you got to you got you got to have fun right yeah, at the I, end of the day it's serious and all this but you have to have fun and enjoy the game right I, and and that was a cool little concept i'm just imagining jalen johnson walking into Flus's office and be like hey uh coach uh, that's what i'm saying he said he was gonna talk to him yeah, he's not talking to him see here's here's where i agree with you though Braggs, because i think the celebrations need to be authentic and having like sort of like this gimmicky force thing that you're going to do every time you win, it becomes stale when you start to lose. Yeah. Whereas if you just have these organic moments, which is why I actually talked, believe it or not, I talked to a couple people this week that took exception to what the bears did at the end of the game last week when they won with the whole, basically the whole team slide in the end zone yeah. and kind of like uh, the pushback was act like you've been there before. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but to me that was like a special moment. Like it was a it was crazy a game with the weather. Like yeah. that's to me, that's an authentic celebration for that specific game that goes within line with what you're saying, Corey, which is enjoy the wins when exactly. you get them. But I'm with you, like when you have something forced like that that sort of gets stale over time. Um, plus it gave us this amazing shirt that you like, should like go a turnover buy at change from, show. from Miami. Right, that yeah. was that was a yeah. big deal for them. That was cool. Yeah. Like everybody would, and everybody tried to steal it, yeah. and it was and it gets yeah. stale. Cool. You have exactly. to reinvent yourself and come up. Like you said. So, so what would yeah. you do? What's after after wins? Is there anything you do to celebrate, or are you just like move on? No, to the next hard one? hat lunch pail. Oh, lunch yeah. pail. Got yeah, it. I got it. I'm a bricklayer, so when okay. I go to work, I get my house. We finish a house. Guess what? It's on to the next house. Yeah. You are out of your mind. You, you, you <laughs> did you see yourself earlier today when the Bears went up seven three? <laughs> exactly. You, you, if, 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 if you Act were like you've the been there before, if you were on the football <laughs> team and you just won a game and been busted your ass and got hit in the nose for, for three <laughs> hours, you'd walk into that thing. You think you'd be like on to the next one? You would hug every see, single. And this is the thing. And like I said, I I grew up on Michael Jeffrey Jordan, so everything I think about in sports surrounds how he. 
taught me what sports are all about. And I just know Michael Jordan would never do that kind of crap. He he was solely focused on <laughs> ripping your heart out. And when he beat you, all he was thinking about is how he could do it again. He wasn't celebrate he was thinking about how he could take you out for poker that night and take your money later he wasn't yeah, but, thinking about but don't you think it's a dancing. different era like now i got nowadays like there's social media and yeah. everything so that's a, they could have been doing that afterwards it's, we really didn't know it's you know? it's like, also different sports i mean like a football game there's only 16 or 17 of them you it's gotta just, enjoy the victory oh, yeah. oh I, I okay no. listen i'm just, just hard hat lunch pail get to work oh can okay. we can, can all right can they do high fives High fives are fine. Okay. Okay. High okay. fives are good. The QB slide, the slide was fun. That was organic. It was sweet. I'm sorry. Got, rant over. I got, I got one, one positive note for you. We, otherwise, we've gone through everything in my yeah. notebook. But let's not forget it. The touchdown was pretty good play design. Getting fields on, on the well, run. was. And you put the, def, the defensive back in conflict where basically he can't win. Yeah. If he comes at you, you toss it over his head for an easy touchdown. If he stays with the receiver, which in that case was the running back, then you let the guy turn around, block him, and then you walk into the end zone. It's actually a little bit harder than it should have been, but good play design, well run. Bears got the touchdown, so positive note there. And then also, big picture-wise, every single Bears fan in the world would have taken one and one after two weeks. Yes. That's, so, that's what I said. One and one is a win all day because yeah. I, I had this as a loss. I said if they could be two and one after next week, it's a pretty good start to the season. So, um, we got one more super chat to sneak in. Then we're out of here. Uh, Swanky thirty two. What does Justin need to do to improve next week? Exactly what you said. Have have that run pass option to start off the game, right? Yeah. Get his confidence up because it seems like once they can get the running game going with Montgomery or he's on the move, that's when he gets confident passing the ball. So you got to think about it. Get his confidence up. Luke Getze, we're going to see how you are as a game plan caller, right? How you're going to script for success. That's what we talked about, getting his confidence, molding this young quarterback. Let's see what you're going to bring to the table against a talented Houston front. You know, we're going we're gonna to see. Lovey's, Lovey's going to try to get after him. So it's going to be a good test. All right. Final thoughts? Final thoughts is that when they beat the Texans next week, Bra I'm going to have – I would like to see Braggs do a – Two and one victory dance on the set. That's what I'd like to say. <laughs> I will be fired up. Club Brags, right? Club, Club Brags. <laughs> CB. No, final, final thoughts is this. Let's, 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 let's not freak out. Uh, you know, it was, it was fun to kind of freak out on the show and, um, and, have, and, and just kind of enjoy a, a Sunday night together. But, hey, let's, it's, it's a big week for the Bears coming home. Week three. Yep. Let's get the quarterback going. And I think we'll – I personally would feel a whole lot better. Let's let's hit 200 yards next week. How's that? Can we get? To, let's get to 200. It's at 70 passing yards. Just, yeah, it's got to. I'm sorry, that's got to improve. Yeah, it's just it's got to improve. <laughs> it's yeah. it, it it just it just got to stop the run. Got to have more passing yardage. The run game, I think, is where where it should be. You know, um, Demo was great. Not yeah. good, great. Another conspiracy theory on the. Uh, Spread here. Super chat. No more super chats. Next super chat has to take my son to the bus in the morning. 
<laughs> said Braggs, bring your lunch pail to the, <laughs> the victory. <laughs> lunch pail. I'll bring the the lunch pail lunch next pail. week. You don't, you don't even have a lunch pail. I bet you get. I bet you get it from the food truck, don't you? <laughs> Look at you. Oh my! He's not even a lunch I've been pail guy. Subway lately, Look but I'll him. get a. I'll bring a lunch pail, a lunch box. <laughs> Cody's Cody's starting club brags. That's what we gotta yeah. start. Club brags. No clubbing. No, no clubbing. Lunch lunch pail. Just get to work. Oh, well, get up tomorrow and get to work. All right. Uh, Bears lose. It's okay. We're all going to go home, get a little bit of sleep, watch the film, see what happened, relive it again. Back and here then at be noon. Right back here at noon tomorrow with another show for you. Corey will be here. Uh, Carm will be here. Braggs will be with his lunch pail actually working. I'll be working. laying them bricks. He'll be. He'll there be. You go. What's, what's, it, what's work like the day after a loss? We all, well, my bosses talk a lot of crap. Make yeah. fun of me, even though they're Bears fans, but they're the type that pick them to lose every week. I have to pay my boss five dollars every time they lose, so we bet on every game. So I'll be getting a lot of shit. You pick tomorrow. the Bears every game and have. To I pick them. He pick. I pick them to win every game. He picks them to lose. Every You've game. lost a lot of money. We did this with the Cubs too. <laughs> Guess how much I owe them? A lot. <laughs> that's, that's. Are they tuning into this? They ain't, no. Oh, okay. PD's fast asleep, but he'll be ready for me in the morning. Talking a lot of crap. So, I'll be up 7 a.m. laying the bricks. Everybody in the chat better be at work. I don't want to hear anybody calling off work because of this. Get to work. Love it. Well, <laughs> take the day off if you want. New world. Do you want to take you the day off? Watch this show. We'll be here at noon. We'll bring loaves of bread. We'll hand out some loaves. <laughs> oh, and, man. Uh, it's, it's not going to be man. good. All right. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, make sure you check us out, allchgo.com. Plenty of written content up there if you want more. Breaking down the game. Nick's got the coverage from Lambeau. We'll be back here tomorrow at noon. Talk to you then.